to those fantasy dudes podcast with your hosts Jonathan and Jake. Welcome back, everybody, to a yet another episode, another installment of the Those Fantasy Dudes podcast. I'm John here with once again Jake and our moderator Tyler. Welcome back, guys. What's going on? Hello, hello. Hey, what's happening? Hey, not much. Just doing the podcast here. How you how you guys doing? Why the fuck would you say that? I don't know. That's what we're doing. <laughs> we're sitting here on you know, on in various different locations on Zoom. Tyler has his really cool studio while I have my disgusting bedroom and Jake's in his like I don't know, are you in the bathroom right now? I can't even tell. This isn't the bathroom, this is my nice bedroom. Oh. Don't let it fool you either. This room's like two by five. So if we had to rate Jake's setup on from one to ten, what would you give it, Tyler? I like the plants. Um, there's plants are really nice, actually. I do like the plants. Right yeah, I can't. I can't knock those. I think um, the exposed laundry. I got to dock you maybe just one or two points, but it is that's very really. I like folded. it actually. So I like I it. Actually. That's a solid, I like the look solid of it. eight. Is what I'd give it. An eight? You also have to have. A, I think he has the best lighting the best of, the, of the three of us. I got to give Jake. It's very even lighting. Um, I like the tapestry. Thank you for showing that. The bed is made, and I actually think that it's it's almost a flex to show the the exposed folded laundry. So I'm gonna give him a nine out of ten for that. We got no excuses. We can't just ram it in a into a drawer. It's gotta be clean. Gotta keeping be keeping ourselves keeping ourselves honest. You could be a normal human being and buy a fucking dresser, but. They're not very expensive. You get a plastic one at Target. They just kind of like it. It's not even out. price. I just like it. I just like it. Is that how you have your your kitchen too, where like exposed dishes and stuff on the shelves? Oh, dude, those open cabinet things are the worst. They're just exposed shelving for groceries. No thanks. I so I think those are. I think those are sweet. <laughs> it's rustic, in a pantry, Tyler. It's in rustic. A, in a pantry, cool, like in a in like a condo, but like in my house in a, where I live, dude, dude. No way. Yeah, in a pantry, up, I have no problem with it. I think they they, they look sweet in a pantry. Pantry's okay, but I mean, like, above your sink, like, instead of kitchen cabinets, it's just shelving, like, open shelving. No, I don't like do. that. No, it's garbage. It's horrible. Is this this a, is an interior decorating a, yeah, podcast now. <laughs> Are we going to get Ty <laughs> Pennington on here and do an extreme home makeover mm-hmm. podcast? Yes. Everybody's please. just drinking wine and bitching about cabinets right now. <laughs> Move that bus. Okay. Um, welcome back, everybody. Yes, I'm your host, Jonathan. This is the Those Fantasy Dudes podcast, the show where we talk about NFL news, injury updates, our various leagues, keeper, redraft, and primarily dynasty in the offseason. This is the offseason playbook, because I have dubbed it. Um, but sometimes we answer some of your questions. not going to happen this week, because I, even though I have two weeks to make a simple Instagram story post to ask for questions, I forget every single time. So um, hopefully we will accumulate those by the start of the season, which we have five months to do that. So hopefully that's enough time for me to figure that out. Um, and then we'll actually answer them on a week-to-week basis because that is one of our favorite segments to do. But in the offseason, today we're going to be doing Dynasty Download and, of course, Fantasy Fights because Tyler's here. Hey. And he's that he's the moderator guy that somehow picks me sometimes. and I don't, I don't know how because my arguments are quite terrible. So trash. I appreciate that. I'm sorry, Jake. What was that? I said they're trash. Oh, okay. Thanks. The people agree. The people have told me. <laughs> I, I have they have they really have they told sources you, have told me, sources have told me that there's no way Adam Thielen should have been picked over DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> oh, give me a f- maybe it was the argument, the argument's sake that was better because no, that's it's the stupid, game. it's stupid, it's stupid in every way. There's no, I couldn't argue that poorly because he's just better. 
Oh, well, clearly you did because you lost the argument. Mm, so Yeah, no. Tyler yeah. just wanted the game to continue. I don't think that's true. The argument was who, who like, well, I don't even know what the fuck. Oh, look, I respect was. Tyler. I respect Tyler still because he's a man of creating engaging content. Thank you. Thank you. Check us out at those fantasy dudes on Instagram and Facebook and at those fan at fantasy dudes pod is our Twitter handle. Those fantasy dudes at gmail.com. And you can check us out on all the various podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple podcasts, YouTube, Google podcasts, Amazon music, tune and I heart radio, stitcher, Castbox, reason, radio, public breaker, pocket cast and anchors host platform. That's how you do it guys, by the way. Hey, not okay? bad. I gave each hey. of you an opportunity over the last month. You both failed. So I'm going to take it over. <sighs> Thank no. you. In reality, if you're listening to us on Amazon Music, fuck you. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> why would you say? Why would you say that? Everyone on Amazon Music, go. Dino. No one listens on Amazon Music for fucking. Why are you on. saying that? There's no like. Amazon I've looked at podcasts. the analytics. There's nobody. Mac, are you listening on Amazon Music? If you are, stop. If okay. you are, don't don't listen anymore. You banned. Yeah, so download Apple Podcasts like a normal person. It literally is pre-downloaded on your iPhone. Like, for God's sake, just use it. Okay, um, if you want to give us money after us slandering you for using Apple or uh, Amazon Music, you can go to anchor.fm slash those fantasy dudes. I know, Mac. I know, Mac. We could help him win <laughs> leagues. He would never give us a dime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in a good way. I mean that in a, in a good way. Like, we, did, we wouldn't deserve it because you're mean. Is Mac the type of guy that's going to, you know, pay his league dues on time? Or is he going to be a guy after, oh, yeah. like, like run down and, like, track no, Mac, Mac, Mac will pay his league dues on time. I have to, like, track him through the woods with, like, a like a dog to get his fucking $50. I, 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 I don't think that's what's going to happen. By the way, never got paid for my work league. And half the people yeah. who were in my work league no longer work there. So it's impossible Ooh. to get my money. Yeah. Still a champion, though, although it does not feel like it uh, at all. So, At what cost? NFL news and injury updates. All right. I see this uh, this news segment coming up here, and I'm just going to preemptively start pouring. Yeah, it might be time to take a sip um, ahead of time for those of you who have followed uh. our NFL news and injury updates over the last couple uh, podcasts. It is a trend, and I will say... Jake, that um, Brittany Mahomes doesn't post as often as you might think. It's actually like every five or six days or so. So honestly, like I wasn't going to do this until I looked yesterday. And I did see that she had posted actually two separate posts of her at Coachella with Patrick Mahomes. They went to Coachella just like any other, you know, you know, A-list, how are you able to deliver deep. this like you like it and care about it? No, how are you able to do that? It matters. Okay, you can't, you can't care about this. So, so pretty Mahomes. It's unbelievable. So, so pretty Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes let loose at Coachella. You know, along with a million other annoying celebrities that go there just to post an Instagram photo, and they have their cute little outfits on. Um, and she actually only posted two outfits. I've noticed a lot of celebrities that posted like four or five different outfits. Like, I have no idea how long Coachella goes for. I don't even know what the fuck. I really don't know what it's a music festival, right? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um yeah, it's like a three day think think like uh Burning Man but way less not in a desert. Burning Man but for astrology girls. Yeah. I'm sure it's fun. It's I would just club. go there looking like a generic white guy with like a, a beer t shirt and like cargo shorts and then people would look at me like a fucking psychopath. Jake, are you looking at the document right now? Because I want you to go ahead and choose what your favorite Brittany Mahomes outfit was. And why? I want to know why you think 
the each which which one is better? I want to know why you think the other one's better. Give me an honest answer. No, I honest honest to God, John. It's like I said, it's impressive that you you can deliver this. Like you, you it can. matters. Oh man, it's, it does not matter. <laughs> it matters. I'll give you my favorite. I'll, All right, I yeah, like, Tyler. So black or white? Because she had two outfits. I um, like the white outfit because in the picture why? there's a guy in the background who looks really concerned. He's like an older guy off to the left there. And then there's just like oh, two cases about, yeah. of water that they're all standing around. I think that's the that's the mm. real Coachella, so I'm going to pick that one. Yeah. The black one almost looks like she could be at just some sort of cocktail party and get away with it. But the, the white black one, one... The black one looks like, um, you know when you get oranges at the grocery <laughs> store sometimes and they give you the white exactly package what you're saying. <laughs> I know exactly that's what, what you're trying to say. That's what the black one looks like. Oh my yeah, god, it I'm is. with you. The I white one on. is the white one is almost like she's <laughs> outstaying her welcome with like, oh my god, I'm a new bride, and it's like, we fucking know it's all over your Instagram. You don't need to go to Coachella and just like throw it in everybody's fucking face. So I feel like everybody I, was definitely like that feels too personal, John. To quiet. <laughs> she like John, you're way too invested in this. Yeah, it's so annoying. God, I feel I feel bad for Patrick because I feel like he was dragged there, like he was there too in some of the photos. Like you go through, was you fly he? through him. Was he though? Hey. Uh, are we talking about something that our listeners can't see right now? If you go to like if you go to Brittany Mahomes' minutes? Instagram, it's easy. You don't have to follow her. Just look up Brittany Mahomes. It won't give her any money. Hopefully, I don't really know how Instagram algorithms work, but you can <laughs> no, go ahead and look no. and, make, and make up for your decide for yourselves which outfit is better. Let us know in the comments down below on our Instagram post if you if you want to. And if you want us to start doing video, I, I, drop us a line on I, Twitter. I, yeah, um, and yeah, we're also very sorry about this news story. Yeah, I swear to God, this better be the end of it. Um, but we should mention just just due to how our episodes are lined up, how they drop every other Wednesday. The NFL draft is in two days from recording. We're recording this on Tuesday, April twenty sixth. The draft starts on April twenty eighth. Um, so I think it would be kind of fun just to do a quick little segment here where, um, we talk about based on our dynasty teams. What are we worried about or excited about based on what rookies um, are coming into the NFL draft and where they might land? Because I have some concerns based on my dynasty team that I'm a little bit worried about um, just based on what certain teams needs are. Um, And I'm wondering what you guys, if you guys have had any that have popped up and you're like, oh man, like I'm kind of worried about that. Or if you're something you're excited about, I kind of want to know what you guys are thinking. I'm worried about Devonta Smith, mostly because I have that Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith stack. And Devonta Smith, like for all intents and purposes, had a pretty solid rookie season. Um, nothing compared to like a Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase rookie season. Like I had originally thought he was going to be the better rookie. Like I literally made a post pre like before the season last year. And I was like, oh, Devonta Smith's the guy I would want in the draft. Clearly, I was wrong, but. I'm worried because it's such a run-heavy team where they do need to bring in another wide receiver. So if they bring in somebody like um, Jameson Williams or Garrett Wilson or Draylon Burks on a team that's already only going to pass maybe or, or only going to get like 3,500 passing yards like max with Jalen Hurts, that does worry me for Devonta Smith. That's fair. And I, so – to make you feel a little better, I mean the Eagles don't pick in the first round until the fifteen. I mean they have the but they have the fifteenth and the eighteenth. Yeah, because they just traded with the the Saints, didn't they? Or did the Saints acquire those picks? Either uh, the way, Saints like, acquired sixteen. 
So they would have had, Philly would have had 15, 16, and 19. I think they have 18. They would be stupid not to get a wide receiver in the first round because they have a solid defense where they have good tight ends, you know, and Jalen Hurts can kind of take care of himself behind that line with his rushing ability. So what line? The only place they're, (laughs) I mean, behind other men that are trying to block for him, he has the mobility to get around. So I, I do think that. They're gonna say "fuck you" to uh, what was that? Do you not think maybe he has to get around because of his line? That's <sighs> every I think he just likes to run anyway. Every Eagles game I saw was Jalen Hurts snapping the ball before the ball got to his hands. He was already running away. <laughs> that was basically every play last year. So yeah, I think if they get O line in the first round, that's not out of the. Uh, that would be. I mean, I could see him going. Uh, you know, O line and. Uh, Wide receiver. If they go O-line in the first round, well, they have two picks, right? So if they go O-line and right. then wide receiver, either way, I'm kind of screwed. Because, um, I mean, I, I just hope Devonta Smith continues to be the one, but who knows, honestly. Because for fantasy on a rush-heavy team, he could end up being like a Jarvis Landry in that uh, in that Cleveland Browns offense, which was very run-heavy, you know? So that that is my concern with him going into the draft. Um, that is my, my major concern. I'm feeling pretty solid about Amari Cooper because Cleveland has like zero picks forever because of Deshaun. So that's pretty cool. Um, I'm really curious to see what um, the Saints do. So I'm holding Kamara right now. I They have a lot of first round picks. I don't see them like actively trying to replace Alvin Kamara, but I think that that's only a positive for him um if they get more pieces spread it around a little more kind of take some focus off of him because i mean michael thomas is coming back too but he's he's getting pretty old too so my main concern for you tyler i don't think it's that big of a concern honestly but uh mike williams is very injury prone and i've heard just based on the mocks that the chargers are going after one of those big receivers yeah um so yeah, I mean, Keenan Allen's 20, 28, 29, I think. And then Mike Williams did get the new contract. So everything does point to them using those as their top two guys. They also have Josh Palmer, which um, sat on my bench all of last season. But I think there is, a, you know, there's there's a tiny bit of concern there that some guy could break out and, and maybe take over a wide receiver three and then move into a wide receiver two role on that team. Sure. No, absolutely. Um, yeah. No, I'm feeling pretty good about Mike Williams too, and I mean, at this point, he's he's kind of my wide receiver three, so um, he was my wide receiver two pretty much all of last season. And it worked out all right, but yeah, I was not not going all in on that plan um, because I I don't believe in that in the long term. I really don't. Your team is kind of scary good, Tyler. I'm looking at it right now, and it's it feel like everything goes right. Like this team is good. I'm so happy with Josh Jacobs <laughs> on that. Oh, on That's the new so, oh my god, dude! So sick. I was so annoyed because I was trying to send him offers for Josh Jacobs and couldn't figure out anything. Yeah, yeah. I forget what I ended up getting him for because um, no one wants fucking Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Jake. And I'm not trying to <laughs> like. I'm not trying to make you seem like an idiot for trying to trade him. Like you should be trying to trade him, but no one wants him. All I see. I don't think it was Clyde. Is just slander about Clyde Edwards. That's all I ever see online. <laughs> It's I mean, so I, but the thing is, I the thing is, I got him for Calvin Ridley, right? Like I got him so in that respect, for Calvin it's, it's amazing. Ridley. Yeah, and and Daryl Williams was integral to winning last season, so it works out. 
Jake, I'm, I'm looking at your team, and obviously, like, you have a good team. You won the championship. Um, just due to the draft, I know that the commanders, still feel, feels weird saying that, um, are probably going to try to draft a receiver. I don't think that that puts McLaurin in any jeopardy of losing fantasy points, but is there any no, other... he's talented. Yeah, I, I mean, is there any other, you know, team that is you know, needs needs to fill a position that worries you for fantasy based on your dynasty I squad. mean, I've held Robert Tanyan, and then they're trying to trade for Waller, although that's definitely not going to happen. Uh, it's concerning that they're trying to get away from him because I figured after, you know, the season before he got injured, maybe he would be a bigger part, but maybe the injury is... I don't know. It says that it's ahead of schedule the last I read about it, so I can't, I can't understand why. They'd be doing that. Um, other than that, I really don't have too many concerns with the players on my team um, because, you know, I have Elijah Mitchell and Jeff Wilson. That's Those are the top two guys as shown by last year. Um, so unless they draft a running back, which I can't see happening, um, then it should be that should be all right. I really – no, I don't really have many concerns. I mean, I think Darnell Mooney is going to be the guy. They have no choice but to throw it to Darnell Mooney. Like they and him and just him and Justin Fields are pals and they've been working out together. So good. Okay. Um. Cool. Well, why don't we move on to the dynasty download? Dynasty download. All right. Uh, this is the segment where we're gonna basically break down all things dynasty, burning questions, potential trades and acquisitions, incoming rookies, aging veterans, and uh, yeah. So there was one. I wouldn't call this a big trade, but a trade did happen in our league um, with two people that I know listen to the podcast, Mac and Austin. They're going to be on here next year or next week. It yeah. feels uh, so. This is why I want to talk shit about Surprising. it right now. Yeah. So yeah. So if you want to be on this podcast, just know that we're going to give you guys shit. But this is the trade. So make up your minds for yourself if you're listening, and if you are not Mac and Austin. But uh, Mac traded, or I'm sorry, Mac received Miles Sanders and the 309, the 2022 309, um, and Austin received Tim Patrick, the wide receiver three on the Denver Broncos, arguably, and Miles Gaskin. Okay, well, the reason Austin wants Tim Patrick, he's got Cortland Sutton. Okay, so okay, so that makes, I mean, that makes a little bit more sense, just for context. Okay. Uh yeah, so Miles Sanders the three oh nine, wait the three oh nine, yeah okay okay yeah yeah um and then Austin received Tim Patrick Miles Gaskin the one oh nine and the two oh four so where do you guys side with this kind three, of this, uh, this trade here the three oh nine is kind of pointless I don't know why Mac even asked for that because like that's just three picks from free agency I mean I have the three ten I plan yeah, on doing dumb. a lot with that. Yeah, okay. It's an option at least. Yeah, it's a it's a pick. Yeah. There's a player I can put on my roster with that with that pick. So I mean, I guess, but yeah. I, don't know. I I just think it's a pretty non-issue, especially in this draft where the, you know, the talent really isn't all that deep. Yeah. I I don't know. It's this is a really tough one because it just seems like I mean, a non-trade think, to me. I think Austin wins it because Austin picks up a first, dude. I think Austin yeah. wins this by a mile. Austin picks really up. A, Austin picks up a yeah for sure. I mean, Austin picks up. That's one hundred nine. I bet he could probably get like Chris Olave there. Yeah, I, I mean somebody, somebody like somebody who has some genuine promise. Um, or I mean, he's got the one hundred seven, the one hundred nine, and the one hundred one. He could trade away the one hundred seven and the one hundred nine for 
you know, to move up. Um, the major, the reason why first round, the, the reason why Mac went for this trade is because his only running back on his roster was Leonard Fournette. He really had he nobody had else. Like one running back. He had, he had Leonard Fournette. And, uh, I believe, does he have, uh, he doesn't have him. I thought he had Singletary for some reason, but, oh no, he does. Yeah. So he's got Leonard Fournette, Singletary, and now he has, uh, Miles Sanders. So, um, yeah, those are his running backs and he's pretty heavy on, he has good wide receivers. He has Josh Allen at quarterback, Kelsey at tight end. So that, that's why his running backs are so thin. So it makes sense for him with this trade, but I do still think that Austin does win it with just from the picks alone. Honestly, I mean, I don't know the one Oh nine, you could still grab, a, I don't know. I guess he's win now. And I, I just feel like he could have gone after more. He has, um, uh... Deontay Johnson on his team, but he also has two other stacked wide receivers in Devontae Adams and uh, Keenan Allen, yeah, who both are going to be the guy. Uh, so I probably would have tried to trade Deontay Johnson straight up for somebody that's you know. I might have tried to include a, one of my receivers in this trade to like just make it a little more spicy, trying to get more out of it because obviously Austin was willing to give up the one hundred and nine. So right, I, yeah, I would have. I don't know. Um, it just feels. Although, I mean, Austin's getting the 109, and he is not win now. So, I, I think this is a great trade for Austin. Yeah. I think, you know, I get why Mac did it, but... And it's, there's um, also not a 0% chance that Tim Patrick ends up being the wide receiver, too, for that team. Like, there really isn't. So... Uh, I, I mean, over Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton? I mean... I don't know. It, it, he, I don't think so. I really don't think so. With Russell, who knows who he's going to mess with, though? Like, you really don't... You, I don't know. I, I don't think it happens, but I'm just saying there's... Uh, I think it's such a low chance I wouldn't bank on it. I think the real reason you get him is because if Cortland Sutton goes down, then he is the wide receiver too. Sure, sure. Or the one. Who knows? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Tough saying. Uh, Tyler, you just added Rodrigo Rodrigo Blankenship. Hell yeah, I did. So why do you think he's a better kicker than Young Huku? So while maybe their kicking talents are on par with each other i think that blankenship has a way better situation going into next year um i think the falcons are going to be very shaky very unreliable and i don't think they're going to get down there very often to kick um i think blankenship with that kind of overhauled offense and frank reich at the helm i think that's going to be i think that's going to be a slam dunk kicker next year i really do i think he's going to be like top um I think we should fucking get rid of kickers because it's stupid. I think you should shut up because kickers win championships. You're just mad because Jake. Nick Folk bodied you. I'm mad about all last year. Every yeah, time he played, okay, Jake, Nick Folk dropped like 20 points. It was unbelievable. I, <laughs> Matt Prater almost I, won me a championship, and I, I mm, like seriously, I will have that 37 year old kicker on my team until he's in the it's fucking ground. Dumb. We should remove them. No, you're dumb. Um, I'm not cool, dumb. Jake. I have a good kicker too. You have a great kicker, but but Tyler has two pieces of that Colts offense, and you only have one. So how does that feel? I have Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, but he has Pittman and John and Rodrigo Blankenship. <sighs> That's like the whole offense, dude. I don't think that's the whole about. offense. Who's who's gonna score more points? Rodrigo Blankenship. Fifteen targets to Michael Pittman and six field goals. The Colts come out on top. Who scores more points, Jake? Water bet right now. Rodrigo Blankenship and Pittman or Jonathan Taylor. That's not fair. That's two players. That's a kicker, One though. But you kicker. said we should get rid of kickers. Okay. They don't. They don't have that. They don't add that. Much. But that's not. I mean, that's that. Yes, they do add a ton. But okay. that's like making it. 
That's what I thought. So more argument, fantasy. I, are we talking? Wait, are we talking more fantasy points or more fantasy points? Rodrigo and Pittman Ooh. or Jonathan Taylor, who scores more? That's, okay, no, that's a little more that's spicy. That's not even that's a question. Like... That that's Blankenship Pittman all the way. I'll water. That. Yeah, that's not. That's even what close. I fucking thought. Yeah. Oh man. All day long, Rodrigo. Oh, and but Michael Pittman could get hurt, and Jonathan Taylor could score four hundred fantasy points. You can't bank on that go though. Go the other way too. 400 mm. give me a fucking come on i gotta see i just gotta see some numbers i gotta know how close it is this <laughs> Might last need to year. do the math on this one <laughs> <clears throat> all right well while jake is looking that up uh we can go ahead and kind of get started on our 2021 dynasty startup in hindsight so basically what we're going to do is take a look back at our startup draft from last season um i remember jake and i did gee, i mean geez dude dozens and dozens of mock drafts going into this there was so much lead up. We were so excited. I remember when Jake dropped the idea of Dynasty. At first, I was like, mm, I don't know. It seems like a lot of work. But um, obviously, it's turned into a podcast at this point. So we're very invested. Um, and, you know, I think I think it'll just be really cool to go back and see what we did during the draft versus what our teams look like now. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're going to do. I'm going to go ahead and load that up, boys. Yeah, it's totally Pittman and Blankenship. Told you. Kicker seasons from everybody. Kickers 100%. have value, bro. Told you. Not as much as you'd expect, dude. How many points would you think a kicker scores in a season? Well, uh, I, I will say season. that kick, kickers have the most longevity, first of all. Um, and also, that does not matter. That doesn't matter. They have average, more opportunity, like... more opportunity to score than any other player. And I think the leading scorer of all time is Adam Vinatieri in the NFL. So that is okay. correct. What does that tell you? So kickers average like 100 to 150 points. Yeah. So yeah, plus whatever Pittman come, cuts together, I mean that's that's clearly going to be more than Taylor. It's going to be like 450. I mean it's not that far off. Pittman scored like 200, mid 200s, I believe, and then Blankenship scored 150. Jonathan Taylor was like 369 in PPR. All right, guys. So we're taking a look at our draft here. Um, in the original startup draft, Jake had the third overall pick. Uh, Tyler, what did you have here? At the 8th. The 8th yep. pick. And I had the 10th, uh, and it's a 12-man league. So, full PPR. Um, Jake, the first round. I had, uh, honestly, I had an unbelievable uh, first four rounds until Calvin Ridley didn't play football. Yes. <laughs> you know? Because yeah, I got Jonathan Taylor, Calvin Ridley, CeeDee Lamb, Mike Evans. That's a stud lineup right there. Yeah, um, I remember watching that happen, and I was like, "Damn!" Like he he has Jonathan Taylor, great, awesome, but he's going heavy in these wide receivers, and I love all of these wide receivers. Yeah, they're all great. I mean, Calvin Ridley's only problem is that he can't play football. He can. So, he just chooses not to. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, that's not true. He's banned for a year for gambling. Oh yeah, he did do that. Yeah, Oops. yeah, he did. Do I that. think that's unfair. <laughs> That's right. Hmm. Well, yeah. So, all right. Um, and actually, I do want to mention Patrick Mahomes went off the board at the fourth overall pick in our dynasty draft. I remember being shocked by that, and uh, that was really surprising. That team still ended up finishing second, uh, Sterling, in our league. This I week, mean, so. to be fair, though, how could you predict Cooper Cup? Like, I, I think it was a great pick on Sterling's part, but no one, no, no one could predict Cooper Cup mm. having the greatest. Wide receiver season. Maybe not the greatest, but I was way up on Cooper Cup last year with Matt Stafford. I was like, he's going to absolutely but, light it up. 
There's no way you were that like that up on Cooper Cup. I'm like, more up he, on I mean, Cooper Cup than like DJ Moore last year. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's fair. But like the season before, even pre-injury, like he doesn't put up a game more than 16 points in PPR for the most part. He's just. It is crazy though that consistent. it's crazy I, I that mean, players like Allen Robinson and DJ Moore. Brandon Ayuk even went before Cooper Cup in I mean, draft yeah. dynasty. All all if formats. I knew if I knew what I know now, can you imagine if I had had Cooper Cup too? In addition to those three other wide receivers, I don't want to imagine your team being better, Jake. No, no. I don't want to imagine yeah. that. So well, um, I made it better because I the draft because really I'm screwed me. Stupid. That's why. Oh my god! Could I'm you good. imagine, Jake, if you you could have taken Cooper Cup instead of Brandon Ayuk? I could have. That's the thing here. Jake took Brandon Ayuk with a 5-3. Cooper Cup went 5-4. Yeah, the That's one that got crazy. me the most was goddamn... I really thought I could get Mark Andrews with the Brandon Ayuk pick. When did Andrews go? <sighs> right after the Mike Evans. Yep. Oh. oh 4-11. Yeah, no, I, okay, I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay, so, yeah, Tyler, you ended up getting Kamara in the first round, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, how did Kamara turn out for you last season? Are you still happy with that pick, would you say, overall? I'm super happy with that pick. Um, he sat a few games last year. I think he was injured. Um, but I'm, like, over the moon with that pick. I think he played fantastic. Um, and moving forward, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, legal hearing pending, but <laughs> let, I let me still ask you a question. really like him a lot. <laughs> would, you, would you have rather had, um, say, Derrick Henry... Najee Harris or Antonio Gibson over Kamara with that pick because you could have taken the, those, any of those three guys. The only one I would have considered was Najee Harris, but I, I still think in these coming years, like I really do think Alvin Kamara is in a better situation still. I think Najee Harris is going to be good, really good. I'm so high on Alvin Kamara though in PPR, like. The, the way they run that offense, I mean, again, we'll see next year, but um, he's just an absolute menace. That man performs at wide receiver and running back, basically, for that team, um, and his volume is just unmatched. Living and dying yeah. by his, his player. I mean, I, I totally get it because I'm the same way. I mean, although I, I did pick Aaron Jones with the 110 and traded him after the season. Um I Man. looking back at that now, like he was good because I remember week three he was the RB one put up I think like thirty six or something like something crazy like it was an insane week, um, and then going into this year after Devon Adams leaving, I do really think that Aaron Jones could be like almost go nuclear this season even with AJ. I Dillon. disagree. He's in a timeshare. He's there's, in. A, there's I, in I don't a, think it matters though because he's. It does matter because eventually they're just. They're, he's older now too. They're just going to take him out. Like it's. It's definitely not a situation I want to have a, a large amount of pieces of. And you showed that by trading him. Well, I traded him originally for Derrick Henry, who went three picks after Aaron Jones in the original draft. Um, and then I I then turned Derrick Henry into. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, which who Tyler originally drafted uh, with the three eight, but um, the pick that I'm most proud of and happy with, and you know, I I will stand by this player until he is dead in the ground, and I'm dead in the ground is Najee Harris with the two three. I think that it, throughout all of my mocks, I was going after Najee Harris no matter what. He 
He was the guy that I wanted on my team. And, uh, you know, I he was the RB3 last season, I believe, purely based on volume. And I am I will always stand by that, even if his yards per carry wasn't amazing, even if he takes dump offs. It does not matter for fantasy. Like, I don't care. I know he's not as good as Jonathan Taylor. And Jake and I have been arguing over this um, mm. last night. But um, I, I stand by that I've never said that he's better than Jonathan Taylor. I've not said that. I never really once in front of this narrative. I never once said that he's better than Jonathan Taylor. But I'm saying mm. that there is a possibility that he could have a better fantasy season than Jonathan Taylor. I think disagree. That, okay, you will obviously. Why wouldn't you disagree? I'm just saying it's very possible. Tyler, mm. what do you think here? Purely based on volume alone, the Steelers are going to be terrible. Do I think that that it's possible that Najee Harris has a better season than Jonathan Taylor? Well, do you think it's probable at all? Probable? What is the difference? What is possible? I probable? What do think that probable means like it could happen and like the only something has to go right. Like it's not, you know, it's not. I'm not even it, factoring it in injury in, the, in this conversation. I think that mm. Najee Harris could easily ha- could have a better season. I think that, you guys are really putting me mm. on the spot here. I think that yeah, your fantasy fights now. <laughs> I, that, this is a close one to me because I do agree with John in the fact that like. Harris is just in a spot where he's going to be a workhorse guy and he's going to be a three down back and he's going to get the ball so often. It's going to be ridiculous. But at the same time, I don't think that when he gets the ball, the production is going to be as high as like if Jonathan Taylor was, because if Jonathan Taylor is getting the ball, he's running for at least eight yards or, you know, in the end zone or some backfield pass. Um, So, Although I think it's possible Harris has a better season, I think Jonathan Taylor's in a in a much better situation to just produce, period, when he gets the ball. I actually agree with you, Tyler. I think that eight yards is a little bit of a reach on like any given play is going to get eight yards. But um, I do agree that I think Jonathan Taylor is, he really, he breaks one tackle, he could just be gone on any play. I don't. He's so good. I don't he's think. He's got such good, re- he's such a better receiving back. It's just that. Najee Harris is getting, you know, double-digit targets a game. It's volume alone. I mean, I think there was a game yeah. where he got, like, 15. He got 19. He got 19. Was it 19? Okay. He had yeah. 19 targets in, like, week three or four or something. That's fine. And that it's an outlier, 100% an outlier, where because it's, it's, it's purely due to Mike Tomlin. And because he wants that three down back, he uh, he's going to use him. Yeah. He, he, and honestly, it'll probably lessen the length of his career if, if if the Steelers continue to be bad over the next like three or four seasons. Like, who knows how long Najee will last? I mean, they probably unless they can get a good quarterback, yeah, or they feel like they have something in Mason Rudolph, which they ew. they're going to get. I think they go for Malik Willis. To be completely honest, I I, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, we can move on from Najee Harris. I'm just saying I'm happy with that pick. Um, Tyler, how do you feel about your 2-5? Uh, my 2-5 is a slam dunk um, until I ruined it. But Justin Jefferson at 2-5 is insane. Yeah. Um, DK Metcalf went before him. A.J. Brown went before him. I was so happy when I came back around. I was like, I That's cannot crazy believe he's sitting there. About. Yeah. Yeah, I'd so much rather have Justin Jefferson than DK Metcalf. Oh, my God. Yeah. A.J. Brown going before Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, I mean that one's clo- that one's close, but I'd rather have Jefferson. Yeah, Jake Ridley with a two ten. Obviously, we all know that was a bad choice. Can you um, imagine if I took DeAndre Swift there? Oh, man. Yeah, that'd be yeah. pretty filthy. Even Mixon. I mean, honestly, like they Mixon was just the, not really because <laughs> I know the yeah, player that's yeah. playing. 
Anybody, really. Anybody <laughs> would have been fine. Eckler would have been a great choice right there. Um, yeah, oh, Eckler, that would have been nice. I could, dude, I literally could have gotten DeAndre Swift and Eckler. I could have had Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, Austin Eckler. It's not okay oh to think about. God, oh, doesn't that make you hate yourself a little bit? You I mean you still won the league? I mean, I yeah, I won the league, so no. I know, but it's dynasty, so it's like, man, if I still had Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, and Swift and Austin Eckler, like that'd be. Yeah. <sighs> then you wouldn't have drafted guys like James Robinson and Trey Sermon with the six and the seven. You would have gotten receivers like DJ Chark, and I guess Michael Pittman went there. Yeah, I mean, th- th- you would have made the best of that. Ooh, I could have gotten Henry Ruggs. Hey, where did where did Henry Ruggs go? <laughs> Hold on, nine one. He went to after Pittman. Logan. Oh my God, Logan! Of course, yeah, he dude. Went. I got to be fair though. It'll, Pittman it'll, Ruggs uh, on the turnaround on the snake draft is kind of sick. Uh, I mean, obviously kinda, now that we know, but yeah. wow, yeah, that would have been Elijah, awesome. dude. Elijah Moore at nine two for me. Come on, yeah, he's going for more than a first round pick right now. He's going more. Yeah, I mean, at least the the people that I follow on twitter that's where they would value him i was trying to make but... a pun i don't think it landed <laughs> oh okay oh i see what you're trying to do there Tyler. i see i get you i get you now <laughs> it was i didn't think that could possibly be what you were doing i'll go to jake first but uh so what what player or players do you regret taking the most at oh at, definitely like in- trey sermon okay okay yeah, yeah, I would say Trey Sermon. Oh, seven. Uh, yeah, seven yeah that's tough because like Chase Edmonds, dude. Chase Edmonds was he had a pretty good season. Yeah, all um, things considered, even with the injury, he was still solid for a while. You know. Yeah, um, and I could have gotten Michael Pittman there. That would have been pretty nuts to have right there. Um, going, you know. You could have had Debo Pittman. Samuel right there. As well. Could I have? Oh, really? Yeah, he went with the seven eleven. You took Trey Sermon at the seven three. Wow, I guess you're right. Yeah, I could have. I could have also had AJ Dillon. I like that pick there too. Where I mean, I guess Adam Thielen, James Conner, Leonard Fournette. You could have had Melvin Gordon, who was great for fantasy. People, you know, people are down on him, but Brandon Cooks could have had Brandon Cooks. Yeah, that, he's. I mean, he's a buy low right now. I think. I wish. I don't know who has him, but. I think Trey Sermon might have been the biggest wasted pick of anybody last season because I trust me, I picked him in a couple leagues too. No, um, it wasn't the biggest wasted pick of anybody. Okay, so who was the bigger wasted pick, Trey Sermon or Allen Robinson in the second round? Trey Sermon or Allen Robinson? Well, I ended up getting Allen Robinson. I mean, Allen Robinson was not good. That was bad, but like, just the fact that I'm he went, so, Austin he went so high. Allen Robinson. Okay, he was a third Dude. round pick. But, he, but, I mean, instead of Allen Robinson, you could have had fucking Chris Godwin or DJ Moore. Uh, Cooper Cup. <laughs> Cooper Cup, yeah. No yeah. kidding. Cooper Cup. I mean, Deontay Johnson, TJ Hawkinson. You could have had it. You could, you, could almo- you could have almost had Kyle Pitts, too. You only took Kyle Pitts two picks before Allen Robinson. I know. So, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I wonder where he's going now in startups because he's three years with Stafford. Obviously, we've made a lot of different trades over the season, um, but who was a player that you were happy to get rid of on your team? Oh, definitely when Connor inquired about Trey Sermon in the Calvin Ridley trade, I was like, yeah, you you may more than have him. What about in hindsight, uh, Brandon Ayuk? uh, If I didn't take Brandon Ayuk, couldn't have traded him for Justin Jefferson. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know. I hate to say it. Yeah, you hate to see it. What you about you, just Tyler? Hate... Uh, biggest biggest regret for a player that you drafted in the original draft. Uh, so biggest draft regret, I. I mean, probably like, Tyler. Tyler drafted Dobbins for the love of God. Like Dobbins didn't I even know. play a game last year. I, I know. Yeah. Sermon is definitely not the biggest disappointment. Is it fair to choose that? I don't uh, know. It's kind of, yeah. Because I mean, like, for a third round, we pick, drafted, and I think it was less than a week later towards ACL and training camp. I was like, yeah. well, there goes yep. everything. So, who tore their ACL first? Was it Etienne or, jo- or Dobbins? Because I remember no, Sam, Etienne didn't tear an ACL. Uh, Etienne has a loose frank. Okay, well, I just don't... Who got hurt first, I guess? It was like voodoo magic, though. It was like the first, like, two weeks, like, before the season even started, there were, like, three people out with an ACL. It's something it's ridiculous gonna, It's like going to happen this year. Something's... It's going to happen in the off season, like, right before the season, after we do our rookie draft. Someone's going to be heartbroken. It might it's be me. Who knows? Happen. No, so I think... Yeah, I don't know if anybody with the 208's getting playtime. Oh, fuck yourself, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Uh, but, but J.K. Dobbins, I mean, that's that's an easy one, right? Because he got injured. But I'm looking at this, I, like Lavisca Chanel, I took over so many other people. Man, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. Like Elijah Moore, Hollywood Brown, um, Henry Ruggs, James James Conner. Like I took Adam Thielen a couple picks before Debo too. That was yeah. pretty tough. Yeah. Um, I mean, you get into these later rounds, and it's you might as well just roll the dice at that point. Oh man, if you had had Brandon Cooks, and then the Debo fact Samuel. also, Tyler, you got Mike Williams in the tenth. I think oh, that's Mike Williams pretty, in the ten was oh, that was so sick. I was big. so happy that was with the that. steal of. Well, I mean, dude, his his literally first game of the season. His look at his twenty twenty versus his twenty twenty one. It's not even like, close. Yeah. It's unreal. I mean, it every really game, it's just a, it's a step up, and it's far more consistent. They just started using him so much more. Yeah, no, I was, I was ready for that to be a decent pick, and it turned out to be way better than I thought. So I was. I mean, yeah, jeez, he was a wide, he was a wide receiver one. Yeah, yeah, he's so good. Wow, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty nuts. I didn't realize that. I'm, I'm looking now. I'm trying to decide on, uh, on the biggest regret. Of I I want to say Chase Claypool, but I s- he's been terrible. Yeah, okay. I guess I guess Terrace Marshall. I, wait, too, wait, 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 high. wait. Hold on. Chase Claypool had a worse season than Brandon Ayuk. Okay, well I'm gonna have to say that then because I took him in the sixth round. I could have taken Waddle. I could have taken even Adam Thielen, who was great. Debo Samuel. I. I could have taken in the sixth or seventh round. Shit, you could have taken James yeah. Robinson. I yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys: James Conner, so Brandon Cooks, Cortland Sutton, Henry Ruggs. <laughs> I keep saying that, but <laughs> might have been Ruggs. a better pick. Henry Ruggs. <laughs> I could have taken him. <laughs> I mean, and no. didn't he have a hot start last season? Chase, I I don't know, but Chase, no, he was terrible. He only had one game, seventeen, and then fifteen. Chase Claypool was a was a waste to pick, but at the time. He was, dude, he was so hyped. Everybody wanted Chase Claypool because, I mean. No, the, the, nobody the, did because he went in the fucking sixth. He's trash. That's pretty He's high. He's also an asshole. Well, uh, that's so irrelevant. That does not matter at this point. <laughs> he was hyped because he had so many big games last season. Or maybe it was like a couple. It was like I three mean, or four big sure games. I'm pretty sure he had like games. two. 
whatever. I mean, he, he, he is talented. The thing is, he, you're right. He's an asshole, and that, I think that's the biggest problem, and that's why he didn't have as much fantasy output. Um, so I, that has to be my biggest regret. If I had to, and honestly, looking at my overall draft, I haven't gotten rid of a lot of these initial players. Like, there's a few, like, smaller ones that don't really matter. Like, I got rid of Nelson Aguilar. I'm pretty sure I just dropped into waivers. But um, Claypool is, is definitely the one that I flipped, um, the one I'm most proud of, because I flipped him from Debo, who... Yeah, uh, that's, yeah, that's so, not pretty, bad. Uh, That's pretty good. It's pretty tough to so, be, yeah. And then Aaron Jones, I ended up flipping for Derrick Henry and flipped him for DK or J.K. Dobbins, which I, that's yet to be seen if that was a good choice. But, um, I mean, yeah. I want J.K. Dobbins, if that says anything. So. Okay, maybe give me something not terrible, Jake, and we'll talk about it. I was Would like... You, do you know this guy, Marquise Hollywood Brown? He's from where you're from. I'm not from there. I live there currently. And the, I want to make that very you're, clear. You're, you're a Florida boy. <laughs> don't please don't say that. Please don't qu- yeah. classify me as a Florida boy. You're a Florida boy. All right. Um, we'll, we'll do one more one more little question here before we move on to fantasy fights. Um, who would you say was your biggest steal of the draft? So maybe it was somebody you got later on that either did reasonably well and it has a chance to break out next season or like they broke out and you got them for uh king's ransom uh later on i mean jake i got i got elijah moore and elijah mitchell both of those guys are you know oh man i didn't even realize you drafted elijah mitchell in the 18th fucking round hell yeah i did wow didn't you trade him away and then you got him back right yep traded (laughs) him away got him back but I won the I won the the league partially due to getting you know yeah getting him um, so it was worth it uh, I mean I got him with the 18th overall pick that's pretty crazy you know another small trade that I feel like I'm I just really like because I'm way happier to have Nico Collins now is getting Samaje P Ryan at the 22nd pick trading and then him trading to him to you yep yeah you leveraging him yeah yeah. That was a big move for you. That I was... mean, Nico Collins was even in the rookie draft as a 16th, 16th pick. And he didn't have a crazy season last season, but like... Neither did I anybody mean, on the Texans. A... I mean, for the most right, part. Right, yeah, the Texans kind of suck. He's good. And, you know, one thing that stuck out to me throughout the season was Brandon Cooks had a really nice thing to say about him, that he doesn't look like a rookie. Hmm. So, I mean, that's pretty good because Brandon Cooks has been really solid for many years. Great for fantasy and honestly a great asset for every team he's been on, which has been a lot of teams. Um, yeah, he he's a journeyman. He's yeah, very much. He is. I, I was really surprised to see him. Like Clearly, when he signed with Houston again, he does not care about ever winning a Super Bowl. Because um, he was on two Super Bowl losing teams in a row and then went to Houston. Dude, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. I, I felt that's bad. Sad. But uh, clearly... I mean, hopefully he's over that, and he just is like, all right, paycheck, and he likes hanging out with Davis Mills, so it could be worse. I don't know. <laughs> I would get a paycheck to hang out with Davis Mills. Neck. Um, yeah. Neck? What? <laughs> neck. Does he have a big neck? <laughs> Davis neck. Mills dude, he, has the biggest dude. neck I've ever seen on a man. Does he really? He's got a he really neck. Everything's like a bigger in drag. Texas, Tyler. You ought to see it. Yeah, you ought to see it. <laughs> what about you, Tyler? What was your biggest steal of the uh, 2021 uh, rookie draft? So... Uh, wait, rookie draft. Our, well, sorry, our uh, startup our draft, my bad. Yeah, my startup draft. My no, you're good. Um, so normally I would say it's Mike Williams at the 10.05. I feel like that's pretty awesome. 
But the more I was scrolling down here, I almost forgot about this. My QB2 I took in the 22nd round. Let me just name some quarterbacks that got taken before this player. Mm -hmm, Uh, You have mm -hmm. Sam Darnold in the 17th. You have Carson Wentz, (laughs) Daniel Jones, Ben Roethlisberger, Jordan Love, Kyle (laughs) Trask, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I got Derek Carr at the 2205. He was just chilling. I think that was a monumental steal. He was a QB, too. I mean, he was 17th overall. He was sitting there chain-smoking cigarettes until Tyler finally picked him up. Did like, you know hey, he's man, a man? He, he's a man of Christ, but he sure does look like he drives a Honda Civic really fast. He does not look like a man of Christ. If I were to pick a guy out of a, out of a police lineup, Satan I wouldn't eyes. choose him. <laughs> he really does. He just looks like he, you know, sells spice to kids or something. Yeah. He looks like a cool guy. I feel like cool I'd guy. be uncomfortable if I was around him. I don't know why. Yeah. I just I get that. I was trying to trade you Jalen Hurts, who went in what the tenth round, and you got that was almost going like to be a that, one for yeah. one, almost. Uh, yeah, almost. we were really close to doing that deal. Man, this is tough because I remember in this draft, I was getting really drunk toward rounds nineteen when we were doing the initial draft. So I started just kind of picking, um, and that's why Cam Newton went with my twenty fourth overall pick. Um, God, that was dumb. Yeah, um, <laughs> but. I do think that uh, and I got Jeff. Wait, I got Jeff. Will you could have taken Jeff Wilson there? Oh, get off your high horse on Jeff Wilson. Fuck off. What? What? Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Wilson it. was Jeff Wilson was an integral flex piece okay. to my team. Yeah, I, I, I'm not disagreeing, but like, calm down. Um, I, man, are Jake and I the only players who didn't pick a kicker throughout the entire draft? Uh, in me. No, what? The, we had kickers starting kicker? in like the. I think um, Justin, People Tucker, took Justin Tucker went 14th overall. Logan's That's such a Logan such move. A, That's that such is, a Logan move. He also took Byron Pringle and A.J. Green and T.Y. Hilton in the draft. And Le'Veon He also Bell. traded for Michael Hardman. So Okay, this isn't the Rip on Logan podcast, so we need to stop. But <laughs> it is just unofficially. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the dunk on Logan section. True, 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 true. You can fast forward, Logan. We're going to talk more shit about you. But yeah, don't draft kickers. Just don't. I'm going to say... I think my steal of the draft was it's got to be Van Jefferson in the 18th. I think that he the fuck is Van Jefferson done? Get, get Van, you're in the van. No, um, Van, get in the van. Get in the van. No, and I, I love him, dude. He he really he did win me weeks, and also due to my horrible indecision in the playoffs, lost me the championship because I benched him. So. Um, if I had believed in my 18th round draft pick, Jake would be sitting there in third place. Well, if he had beaten Sam in the in the third place game, I don't know if I don't know. I haven't looked at the stats, but it's, it sounds like you're just making up making up shit. No, and this is facts. I've looked it up. If you had lost as many times as I have in the playoffs, you would look at all the alternate scenarios and figure out what would have happened if you hadn't done this one stupid decision. I'd just be winning. Shut up! I hate you. I love you. Um, yeah, I yeah. You. Um, he, he's Van my Jefferson. I mean, he was like as close to being a wide receiver four as you can get. Dude, he had, but the weeks that the thing is, is like the weeks that I started him aside from the playoffs, um, he won me weeks, especially the, the regular season game that I played mm. against you. Um, I remember I started him and I also had to start, it was the week that Pitts was on by and I started, um, Gigantor uh, from the Colts. Moelle Cox, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Moelle Cox. And both of them scored a touchdown that week against you. So, yeah. um, fuck you, first of all. And it was a good pick. But yeah, if, if if that doesn't show you how much changes over the course of an NFL season, I don't know what will. It's crazy. It's really hard to, you know, pick players and 
be able to plan on longevity. It's very hard to do that unless you have guys like Najee Harris or Jonathan Taylor. Right, Jake? Right, Jake? Or Hell right, Jake? yeah, or Justin Jefferson. Or uh, Yeah, obviously Alvin Kamara. Fuck off with Justin Jefferson. That was that was Tyler's pick, and you swindled him, and you, you cheated him as a I'm human being. I'm a better being. person for it. Yeah, he's a better person for it. See, John? Just adds to my idiot. villain arc, though. Are you Tyler? <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm a worse um, person for sure. I'm, I'm very, very jaded. <laughs> nah, I'm a huge piece of shit. Yeah, but uh, any any words of advice for anybody who might be starting up a dynasty startup draft this year, you guys? Anything Please that you mock would suggest? Draft. Please mock draft. Mock draft mock as draft much as you can. All. I didn't do any. Um, yep, and it kind of shows. Uh, that is my biggest. Honestly, that's what I was going to say, too, because um, at least the first, like, I would say five or six rounds and then the various other rounds, like the 10th round where I got Mooney, the 12th round where I got Tom Brady. And then Antonio Brown and like later on, like all those rounds were because I mock drafted and I knew I was had a chance to get all those guys in those rounds. Oh, t- Antonio Brown's a really good dynasty pick. Ten out of ten. Uh, Jake, um, fuck you. You took him in the 13th, dude. Yeah. And I won the first like six games because I got I drafted him. So uh, eat your own ass. So you made the championships because of a player you don't have anymore? Oh, no. He's still on my roster. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> he's just yeah, not on well, the team. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say again, you you don't have him anymore because he's not on a team. He's on my team, Jake. Okay. And that's what matters. He's yeah. He's in your heart. That's no, I keep him very far away from my heart because he's good at breaking it. Okay. And on that note, I'm going to go take a piss and Tyler's going to get ready to moderate fantasy fights. How would you include that in the podcast? Fantasy fights. All right. Well, this is Fantasy Fights. It's a somewhat new segment where Jake and I face off in a debate moderated by Tyler. I would say yours truly, but I'm not Tyler. So that is Tyler. He's over there. I am Tyler. Um, Thank you. Uh, We're going to be given some sort of fantasy-related prompt, and we're going to have to state our case even if we don't personally stand by our claims. It's all about the argument you put forward. Uh, Sometimes we will get assigned something randomly and have to come up with a case on the spot and other times we have not done this yet but i kind of have thought about doing this um we will have our detailed discussion points prepared ahead of time that will not be the case today um however through each prompt each of us will um get to form an opening statement one rebuttal and one closing statement and tyler will decide based on those arguments who wins each round first one to two victories per round will be the victor of the fantasy fight I got to get two victories per round. Did that not make sense? God damn That's it. That's what you said. Fuck. First Everyone one to two rounds. Format. First one who wins two rounds wins. God fucking damn it. Um, and uh, if, if Tyler can, if, if we are tied going into the third round and Tyler cannot decide a victor in that third round, we will go to the said lightning round, which has happened two out of three times because Tyler loves entertainment. Are you not entertained? I do. I'm a showman. Uh, what can I say? Thank I'm, you. I'm all about the production. All right. And this is when Tyler takes over and I shut up until I am called upon. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you very much, John. All right. So if John won last time, then that means, Jake, you get to call the coin flip here. So Heads. I, okay. Then <laughs> I was going to tell you what kind of coin it was. But oh, okay. yeah, what I, mean, kind I guess of coin if do you don't want to know, then that's fine. No, no. Nobody gets to know now. <laughs> Why don't I flip my SG? You were impatient. You lose it. Yeah, flip that switch cartridge. Now, this is a U.S. $1 uh, presidential dollar. Uh, George Washington is the head, is the heads, and then the Statue of Liberty is the tails. So, Jake, Can I make you... a request, Tyler? 
Um, that depends. Can we do a Sacagawea coin? No, it's not his turn. I don't know if that's on here. And also, I've already picked it. Okay, well, maybe next time. Otherwise, it would. No. Let me know next time. And maybe. I'll lose on purpose mm. so I can choose the coin. There you go. Mm, oh, yeah, maybe maybe, maybe uh, winner chooses coin and then loser gets to call the call the flip. I don't know. That's too complicated. Let's just move that's, on. That's a lot to remember. All right. Yeah, okay, thanks. Coin flip. Here we go. Boom. And it's heads. So, Jake... Um, you can uh, receive or defer. I want to go second, whatever that means. Yeah, it's defer, Jake, if that you is, ever watch fucking football. That is deference as the Bill Belichick. Yeah. That's what I like to call that. All right. So this first one is going to be interesting. Um, actually, all these are going to be very interesting. So in the case that we have a question where you guys are choosing your own prompt, whatever you want to call it, team player, whatever, I think the best way to do this is if you guys send me a message on Discord with what... I don't even know how to do that, Tyler. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> That's not, the hard part. <laughs> I promise it's not too hard. With these prompts, send me your choice individually just to make sure that it's not the same. Because if, if it is the same, then I'm going to coin flip again to see who gets that. And then the person who loses the flip will have to pick something else. Okay. Because I feel like last time it was kind of just like whoever said it first. Um, but I want you guys to be able to really think about it. Yeah. Okay. I do like that better. All right. Sure. Sure. I, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll allow that. Um, not right. that I have a choice here because I'm not the moderator. Cool. So now, yeah, that that's, you don't have a choice. now that that's out of the way, here is your <laughs> first prompt for this okay. week's fantasy fight. I want you guys to pick a team that was worst, the worst in their division last year. So go ahead and do that real quick. I'll give you a list here. It's the Jets, the Broncos, the Ravens, the Jaguars in the AFC, the Giants, the Seahawks, the Lions, and the Panthers in the NFC. So I want you guys to each... Uh, no more information? You're not going to give us any more information? Nope, not yet. I just want you to pick a team. It's going to make it a lot more interesting. Oh, I'm either going to regret mine or I'm going to... I have a feeling what you guys chose. <laughs> we picked right. the same, didn't we? Did we pick yeah, the same? I think John forced, I knew it. forced the coin flip on this one, so you guys both picked the Ravens. Because <laughs> like, um, I'm assuming the question is, why is this? Why is your team going to be the best or something like that? Hey, That's why maybe, I picked it. Maybe it will, maybe it won't be. All right. Um, how should I flip this? Who's going to call it? Um, John, I'm going to have you call it since Jake called the opening flip. You got to call it. Oh, uh, heads. Ooh, it is tails. Eat shit. So, Jake, so we just wasted Jake a bunch of times? We did. <laughs> oh, um, so he gets to pick Ravens? So he gets the Ravens. You have to pick another team now. So you have the Jets, oh, the Broncos, the Jags. Pick the Jets. The Giants, the Seahawks, the Lions, or the Panthers. I just, I really don't want to argue for the Broncos again on another fantasy fight. You don't know what the prompt could be, too. Just throwing that out. Give me the Jets. All right. Jets it is. Let's go with the Jets. I don't care. All right. All right. <laughs> Whatever it is. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So, John, you're going first. Okay. You have the Jets. Jake, you have the Bron uh, the Ravens. Yep. So, John. Jake's two favorite Jets. teams, first of all. Let's, let's not <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. All right, John. I yep. want you to tell me why a player from the Jets will finish in the top 10 at their position next year in PPR. 
So you can go ahead and pick a player in your head. Wait, we each we each are doing this? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. I think the one and only choice that you can really make on the Jets right now before the draft, before knowing who they pick up, is got to be Elijah Moore. Um, and Jake can vouch for this because Elijah Moore is a supreme talent. Even going into last season, everybody was really hyped on Elijah Moore being that kind of like late round pickup. And he showed incredible spurts of just being an incredible talent um, all of last season. Even with Zach Zach uh, Zach Wilson not being that great, he was he was hyper targeting guys like Elijah Moore, especially when his, his other assets went down. He had the time on the field to kind of mesh with Elijah Moore and use him as one of his overall better assets. I think they're going to continue to do that. And the Jets, honestly, like they're probably going to get another receiver in the draft, but I feel like he's not going to, whoever it is, is not going to have the same amount of uh, chemistry with, uh, with Zach Wilson. So I think, honestly, if the Jets are able to do as much as they want, then he will have a lot of targets. <laughs> then you will have a lot of targets. No. <laughs> I need another like, 10 seconds. Really cool. Yeah. Mind. All right, Jake, whenever yeah. you're ready. So Lamar Jackson is obviously going to be a top 10 player at his position. Um, he, in every season other than last season where he only played 12 games, uh, has been a top 10 player at his position. Um, he has incredible rushing upside that he has paired with a passing game that's only gotten better as he's gotten more assets and developed his game. Um, last season, he had a game where he rushed for over 50 yards and threw for 400 plus yards. Um, a guy like that is always going to be an asset at his position. And top 10 is nowhere near out of the question because in both of his last seasons, he's been top 10 last year. He was a QB two and a high end one at that. So, you pair that with the fact that they're probably going to have more more players back than they did last season. They're going to have O-line pieces back that can help protect him. He's going to get running backs that he can depend on for dump-offs. He's going to put himself in better and better positions because the team's building around him, and he's shown that he's worth building around. So top 10 at his position, barring injury, is is completely guaranteed in my book. All right. Thank you, Jake. Uh, John, you have one minute for your first rebuttal here. The Ravens are a very run-heavy team. I think that they're going to be trying to use, especially when J.K. Dobbins and Gus Evers come back, they're going to try to use them as much as possible, which could have the possibility to take away from Lamar Jackson having the possible like top 10 outcome that... It is. It's very possible that it could happen, but I think it's there's situations that might arise where it might he might not be a top ten quarterback. There's a lot of other up and coming quarterbacks in the NFL like Jalen Hurts that might surprise you that it might sneak into that top ten next season. And um, I think when you look at players like Elijah Moore, the Jets are gonna have to pass the ball a lot if they want to be able to compete even in their own division because the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Bills are all gonna be very good next season. They don't have a very strong running game, so I think if Elijah Moore gets the probably the insane amount of targets that I'm expecting, he's actually going to be a very viable fantasy asset. And there's no there's no saying that he can't end up being a top ten fantasy wide receiver. I think it's within the range of outcomes. He has the talent to do it, and they're going to target him a lot. All right, and Jake, your one minute rebuttal. I don't think Elijah Moore is a bad wide receiver. In fact, I think he's a really good wide receiver, but I think he's a young wide receiver with a young quarterback and a team that's figuring it out still. I think that you can expect him to finish as a high wide receiver too. Uh, maybe even 
a back end wide receiver one, but to compare him to Lamar Jackson is there is no comparison. Lamar Jackson is going to be top 10 because of the sheer volume that he gets. And to make any assertion that J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards coming back are going to be anything but good for him is crazy. He's had good running backs that he's worked incredibly well with and been over a thousand yards in a season. The real only thing that's stopping him from being a top 10 quarterback, and in my opinion, a top five is injury. And that can be said for any player. So it's not fair to hold that against one. And I just think at the end of the day, you cannot compare Elijah Moore and why and Lamar Jackson. Uh, Elijah Moore is just a good wide receiver who's still figuring it out, and I think top ten is too far. All right, thank you, Jake. And then uh, John, your thirty second closing statement. I think Elijah Moore was one of the biggest surprises of last season. He was almost like Amon Ross St. Brown, where he really broke out more than anyone expected. And going into year two is really when you expect wide receivers to either make it or break it. And I think he's one of those wide receivers on a team that honestly isn't great, could really turn the tides and end up being really good. So I think there's very much a chance that he could be a top 10 wide receiver Whereas Lamar Jackson and all those other rushing quarterbacks have a very big chance of getting hurt and not being in that top 10. Thank you, John. And then Jake. So John couldn't even strictly say that he truly believes that Elijah Moore can be a 10. He's saying that he has the potential. What I've said is Lamar Jackson is guaranteed to for a a litany of reasons. And the only thing that John has pointed to is injury, which can be said about any player and is not fair to hold against somebody. I think that those facts alone were Lamar Jackson being far more probable to be a top 10 in his position than Elijah Moore to be a top 10 in his position. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, those are, those are very well articulated arguments. Um, I think, John, you may have shot yourself in the foot a little bit there with that jet selection. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> uh, that's that's yeah, pretty tough. That I was, was thinking, tough. I was thinking I was that tr- of all the teams, it. I was thinking I probably won't probably won't pick the Jets. Probably won't pick the Giants. Uh, but you pick the Jets, and, and that's okay. And you know what? Honestly, I didn't look at this beforehand. I thought it was pretty funny that the Ravens did finish last in their division last year. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I, I, I mean, didn't think that was true. And then as I soon as Lamar Jackson went out. Yeah. No, the Browns got him. I, the Browns had the same record, but they had a better better division record. But no, I, I, I love Jake's arguments. Um, just w- just basically, without a doubt, Lamar is that like, lock-in top 10 guy. I think you did mm-hmm. as best yep. as you could, John, um, with Elijah Moore. Yeah. I think he is. I hate to say it, but that one was a slam dunk. I, I felt unless I purposefully shot myself in the foot, there was no way I wasn't winning that yeah, one. That's, I think that's my closing one. was because really... It's just, I liked my just, closing a lot. I think it was good. I did just, just, yeah, it, it's just the sheer fact that it's Lamar Jackson versus Elijah Moore. If it was Elijah Moore <laughs> versus like Michael Pittman, it might be a, a more reasonable argument to be like, okay, like they're semi-similar, but Lamar Jackson's such a lock to be a top 10 guy at his position. I know. That, it's, it's, it's hard it's, to that argue was, against that. that. Was, and again, like I, I suggested to Tyler before the podcast when he was coming up with questions. I'm like, let us decide. 
let us ruin it for ourselves. And that's exactly what I did. I still think I did the best I could with what I had, but uh For all you know, it could have been yeah. argue why your team is is gonna be worse off next year. That's or what I right? expected. So, so but <laughs> that would have been know. miserable. That's why that we both said miserable. Ravens initially, and I wanted Jake to argue <laughs> against the Ravens. So Can we stop eh, the recording and re record and then pick it and so I have to make Jake argue why the no. Ravens are gonna be super bad next year? Uh yes. <laughs> no, this is hell. Argue why Lamar won't be a top ten quarterback. Argue why Lamar is you the can't make me do of, Argue why Lamar is worse than Sam Darnold. Oh my God, <laughs> man, that would that feels like where I was building up to, like yeah. where where I was stuck with Elijah Moore is where Jake was with Lamar. Jeez, man. All right, that's a tough one. All right, so first round is going to go to Jake. Um, probably yes. not a surprise, but still that's a lot okay. of game left. Uh, a lot of good prompts here. This is where I thrive, guys. This is how I come back. Let's be real. I hate you so fucking much. All right. So this next prompt here, I I am going to allow um, some looking up of things. Um, oh shit! Yeah. I have a stipulation here. I I haven't fully fleshed it out. I don't know if this is uh, a, a valid case here, but uh, let me just get on with it. So your second prompt is: I want you guys to pick your comeback fantasy player of the year for next year mm-hmm. uh, with the stipulation and again this I might throw this out the window but assuming that they finished outside of the top 25 at their position this year so okay. I think that's pretty fair to say that they'd be uh, a oh, no, I already submitted mine oh yeah I saw it pop up here jeez uh, okay okay that's a, that's a pick all right I hate that I'm doing this, but uh, Jake, did you pick Allen Robinson? That's your pick? yeah. Okay, I'll take Cortland Sutton. All right, there you go. Hmm. All right, so the the true argument here, now that we've made selections, fuck here we is go. Is just why are they the biggest comeback player next year? Okay, so no no tricks, Tyler. No tricks. No, no tricks. All right, Jake, little Jake little goes trickies. first this round. Why do I go first? Don't we flip a coin or no? I went first last round. You we did flip a coin, but it is alternating. Oh, it alternates? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't 100% sure. Okay. Uh, there's no way Allen Robinson doesn't come back at least a substantial amount. And that is inarguable. So establishing that, you have to look at the position that he is now in. He is now in a Robert Woods position who has been a wide receiver two on many occasions and sometimes a wide receiver one in that offense. So you're giving him Matthew Stafford, who is better than Jared Goff and supported Robert Woods previously. You're getting Allen Robinson, who's not like the guy forgot how to play football. He just didn't want to get hurt for a team that he didn't believe in and didn't want to stick with. So now he's in a position where his hard work could help get his team to the Super Bowl and give him a second Super Bowl in a row. Yeah, he's definitely going to show up. He knows how to play football and he knows how to play football well. And him paired with Matthew Stafford, we've seen how many receivers Matthew Stafford can support. We know that he's able to be a very, very fa- produce very, very fantasy relevant wide receivers. And I, I just think for the draft capital too, he's going to be such a steal. Okay, in terms of comeback player of the year, I mean, Cortland Sutton was such a big disappointment last year. People were taking him in like the fifth or sixth round last season. Um, and I think that after his ACL tear the previous year, people were like, okay, finally, Corton Sutton's going to come back. He's going to, he's going to be awesome for fantasy. Even with Teddy Bridgewater, at quarterback, Teddy two gloves, like he was able to supply people like DJ Moore 
uh, for fantasy and Robbie Anderson for fantasy enough to get him another contract in uh, in Carolina. So you would fully expect a player like Cortland Sutton with somebody like Russell Wilson, who was able to supply and make players like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and even um, God, whatever that tight end's name was that wasn't even that good that for some reason they re-signed was fantasy relevant in Seattle because of Russell Wilson he's gonna make Cortland Sutton who is a very talented wide receiver two years removed from that from that ACL injury very good for fantasy he's gonna be I still think a steal in fantasy drafts next season and he's gonna be a, one of the best comeback players of the year all right thank you John Jake whenever you're ready Okay, to argue that Cortland Sutton is going to be a comeback player is not necessarily wrong, but it is to say that he's already been bad. He's just not... uh, What's his ceiling? His ceiling is, so far, we've seen wide receiver... We've seen one wide receiver two season. That's not really a wide receiver that I want that much. Allen Robinson has been a top 10 wide receiver at his position multiple times. So you're looking at a guy who's going into a better situation where he has more to care about and leaving a situation that he did not care about with no real hope for a future of winning a championship. One of the last things that he has left to do. He's been a top wide receiver. He's shown that he's the guy and he just didn't show up last year because of his situation. And now you pair him with Matthew Stafford, a guy who's been an incredible producer of wide receivers for fantasy. I mean, look at Kenny Galladay without him versus Kenny Galladay with him. And it just doesn't make sense to me that he wouldn't have a huge season this year. All right. And John? I don't know where the fuck Kenny Galladay came from there. Um, but, oh, you're talking about Stafford. Whatever. Um, yeah, I look at I look at Matthew Stafford as he has a lot of mouths to feed. Remember, Odell Beckham is still there. He's probably going to resign. Yes, he tore his ACL in the Super Bowl, but that's a big mouth to feed. He still has Cooper Cup, the biggest fantasy <laughs> player of all time to feed Allen Robinson's there. Van Jefferson's there. Um, and honestly also Cam Akers is a pass catching running back. So there's a lot of people to feed on that offense. Whereas you go over to Denver and Jerry Judy still unproven. Tim Patrick, probably going to fade into obscurity. Cortland Sutton has a very big chance of being a wide receiver one on that team, especially based on what his past performances have been with very mediocre, uh, quarterbacks. He has a very big chance to absolutely skyrocket into being one of the best receivers for fantasy in the NFL on what is going to be a high-powered offense with a high-powered quarterback. If you want good numbers for fantasy, that's going to end up being one of the comeback players of the year um, in the sake for the sake of this argument. It's Cortland Sutton, and you're going to get him for a better for better draft capital than you are for Allen Robinson next season. All right, thank you, John. And closing statements. Uh, you, you really can't make the argument that Cortland Sutton has done it with bad quarterbacks because the quarterback that he was, he was a wide receiver two with is Joe Flacco, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. It's, there's really, that's really not great. If he's a quarterback two with a Super Bowl winning quarterback, that's the best that you can offer. Allen Robinson has been the guy with who? Mitch Trubisky? I would much rather have Allen Robinson. All right. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> um, 
This counts. This has to count. That doesn't count. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You you just you're go, you're uh, allowed to think. You're allowed to think. I'm allowed to um. <laughs> that you are allowed to um. That it's not a stroke a in fucking... golf. If you, if you tap it, we're playing gentlemen's rules. Give... Uh, all right, John. I don't want to get the Joe Flacco argument because it's bullshit, okay? He wasn't even the reason they won the fucking Super Bowl that year. That defense was the real reason. Ray Lewis, Terrell Suggs was on that fucking team. So don't give me that bullshit argument about fucking Joe Flacco. Okay, Cortland Sutton is clearly on a better offense going... Well, not a better overall offense, but he has an incredible quarterback. If you're talking about comeback player of the year, he's the guy. Allen Robinson is going into a, a completely new team with a new quarterback. I realize that, okay? But he has a lot of fucking mouths to feed, like I said before. Okay, who knows if he's going to work over here? He went there for the fucking money, Jake. Oh, man. I'm going to fucking right. lose it if I win this one. I swear to God. That was a dog shit closing statement. Yours was terrible. You voted. Yours you fucking so made a closing bad, statement Jake. based on Joe Flacco. Are you, you kidding said, me? You brought up the name Joe Flacco in your closing statement. I should automatically. How give it to you're John. saying mine Joe was a Flacco's, bad closing statement. Yours was I'm absolute sorry, Joe, dog shit. Joe Flacco's worse than Drew Locke. Joe who? Joe, Joe Flacco, Flacco was your closing statement, Jake. That's you might as well throw that entire yeah, argument out. He's old. What the fuck are you talking? About? It's because he's old. No, Tom that Brady's was a old. terrible closing statement, and it, you're basing yeah, it on Joe Flacco. Brady's a generational talent. I'm saying a Super yeah, Bowl MVP. Joe, Joe Flacco's a that is Joe Flacco is a generational talent. All right, I'm supposed to be moderating. I shouldn't be slandering people. Joe Flacco's been a high-end quarterback too. For all of the first, like, no, what is it, seven years of his season? No, you guys are ridiculous. No, it's Joe Flacco. That that doesn't count. This is not a Joe Flacco stand podcast. This is not happening. I'm supposed to be neutral though, and this is what you brought out in me when you when you brought up Joe Flacco. This is it's a good it's a good argument. You can't do this. You need to, if <laughs> you're, you're gonna argue about anybody, argue in the favor of Adam Thielen. That's how you win arguments, Jake. Okay. Apparently. All right. So here's my decision. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk everybody through this. So Jake let off very strong, and giving me points as to why Allen Robinson's basically basically gonna be that new Robert Woods. Um, with Matthew Stafford at the helm, there's a Super Bowl winning offense there. He's going to be fantastic. I don't think that that's really a question. However, when John came back with his counter argument and was, was giving me points about Russell Wilson, spreading it around, how Matthew Stafford has so many places to put the ball that, you know, Allen Robinson could kind of just like. He could mesh, you know, but maybe not be the main picture. Um, and Cortland Sutton could could really skyrocket. Um, just just giving me those those points. I, I this is a really tough one. I have to give this one to John though, just based on the second half of those arguments. I really do. And your closing statement. This is Jake, the most biased ex- anti Joe Flacco bullshit I've your ever heard. Your closing statement was, was so argument. bad. It was, that was so a bad, bad argument. argument. All you had that to say Colin again Sutton, was that Alan Robinson could only... let Tyler mm. let Tyler moderate. Okay, I know, I know I know you're all you had mad. to say in your closing statement was that Alan Robinson is on a better team with a better quarterback more pieces in place. Like, you just had to basically reiterate what I you were said, saying. I said all that. So, j- saying Joe Flacco just named... Was he fucking Voldemort? Yeah. Joe Flacco's yes. Voldemort of this podcast. 
Yes. That's he really you is. might as well just put his sword into is. your own chest. He's right been a QB1 before in his season, saying that he's when? still okay playing for... What do you mean? When has he's Joe Flacco a, he, ever been QB1? Any anytime, ever. He's been a QB1. Where? You also brought up Kenny Galladay. Like, can we not bring up players that suck because as Matthew's, part of our argument? What do you mean? Matthew Stafford supported a Kenny Galladay that was a wide receiver one. Hmm. Well... And they traded him. So. You guys are you guys are both what the fuck? Yeah, they traded Matthew fucking Stafford too. Well, that's because the Lions are stupid. <laughs> this is horseshit arguments. Kenny Galladay was a wide receiver nine. That's a valid reason. That was this a bad is argument. such a horseshit. That was a this bad argument. A Listen to it no, back it in the car tomorrow. You'll realize you're stupid. Okay, Tyler, let's move on to the next question. No, I realize you Listening guys are very anti Joe Flacco for some reason. Thinking thinking back on it, Cortland Sutton had a lower performing season just because of his situation and he's going into a place where his ceiling is much higher. Allen Robinson's ceiling in LA has just lowered. Has has Allen Robinson oh my his God. situation overall has improved, but his ceiling win, is win or lose, win or lose, it's a fucking trash argument and Allen Robinson's the right answer versus Cortland Sutton. That is completely fucking untrue. Are you kidding me? Are you Dude, kidding me? Right from, now from from have a better season? If you're measuring this gap from where they were to where they're going, Allen Robinson was already pretty high. Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson was ninety third wide receiver this season. I bet you. That's okay. He played every because he, he played barely every played. game. He played every game. Jake, back up from the mic a little bit. He played. Allen Robinson played every single. They didn't game. involve him in the wide offense, receiver ninety three. Well, you should have argued that he would be a better comeback based on where he finished. There you go. You didn't. I argue said. That. I said all of them. I did bring up ninety three. No, you brought up yeah. Joe Flacco. Well, all right, so with I all that Joe being Flacco said, my... John wins round two. So it's one mm. one here for this fantasy fight. Trash. You shouldn't right. talk about yourself like that. All right, let's move on. So I'm not talking about this. Is f- that was a very fifth grade insult. This is no, for all the beans right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I was, was uh, for, one, the, for all of our listeners, too, I was, I was stifling laughter um, when Jake brought up Joe Flacco because John yeah. just said, like very quietly, but still picked up on the mic. Just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I don't understand. The, I, I couldn't still believe understand. it. I couldn't. How do you bring up Joe Flacco in any argument that you intend to win? Like, I just because don't. That's, Joe Flacco has been an RB one. I just don't understand your personal yeah. bias to Joe Flacco. I mean, yeah. Joe Flacco is definitely an RB one. Jake, yeah, good argument. I'm sorry. A QB. Yeah, sorry. A QB one. Joe Flacco, QB14, QB13, QB17, QB16, QB18, QB12. That's the first seven, the first that's six bad. seasons. Out of 32. That's, that's like, not that bad. That's like mid-range. That's pretty bad. That's bad. Yeah. He was but never top 10. Guy, he played over a decade in the NFL. He's not that bad. What I'm saying is it's insane that Cortland Sutton is what? A wide receiver two with a Super Bowl winning quarterback who's been a quarterback one. So you're, you're helping my argument. Is, no, I'm saying that the ceiling should be higher. The ceiling is a wide receiver two for Corlin Sutton. The ceiling was a wide receiver one for Allen Robinson. He's not going to be a wide receiver one this season. There's no fucking way. I guarantee he finishes higher than Corlin Sutton. I will. I'll bet you. I, is that I'll a water guarantee you. Fifty dollars right here, right now. Right now. Okay, That's fifty dollars right now. I'll bet you fifty dollars that I'm that... water bet. I'm not giving you fifty dollars. I'm not gambling on. Okay. Small you must not right. Water bet. All right. Those fantasy dudes. Water bet. Tyler, water bet right now. I'll bet you that that 
Corlin Sutton finishes eight spots ahead of Allen Robinson next season. Eight spots. At least eight spots. Eight spots. Yes. Holy cow. Oh, my God, John. Yeah, you're getting water thrown Somebody here. write okay. this down. Wow, can I have that same one for the $50, actually? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say unbelievable. Eight spots. All right, so we're coming up here on round three. I, like I got to be honest with you guys <laughs> that I'm looking at these two different prompts that I have. One of them's in the lightning round. Um, if if we so have a lightning round, but there are two prompts here. Hey, you never know. I really like one of these. I really really like one of these. Um, but it's in the lightning round. You so can always move it to the third round. I'm gonna leave it up to you guys. Do you think I should take that that one from the lightning round I'm looking at right now and move it to decide all the beans, all the marbles, or should I keep the one? That was there. All the marbles right now. I'm trying to beat Jake. I'm trying to beat Jake now. So let's move it to the third pick. All the marbles. Yeah. I think I made a decision. I think this is this is our final question of this round. Okay. Okay. Let's let's get it. That's how that actually works. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I want you guys to give me your MDP from last year. That is the most drip. From a player. This oh, this man. could include style, Gen, Gen swag points, or, uh, just just general bad boy vibes. Give me your most drippy player from last year. Send it to me on Discord. So I'm going to throw this out there right now because you guys have your picks in. You're not allowed to change them. I am shocked that nobody said Joe Burrow. Oh, man. That's true. I should have picked Joe Burrow. Shocked. That's who I was thinking of when I came up with this. But, all right. So, Jake, you have Travis Kelsey. John, you have Debo Samuel. You want to talk about a man. You want to talk about a guy that does it all. A guy that feels like he has earned everything, even though he hasn't done everything to earn the paycheck that guys like Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, like people like Jalen Ramsey have received. It's Debo Samuel. It's the guy that comes out of the locker room with a fucking boombox on his shoulder with his entire team behind him, jamming, just like, there's a, there, he literally has a, a, a cameraman in front of him for Instagram for the 49ers, and he's just like, he owns that entire team. He is San Francisco. Debo Samuel is San Francisco. He is literally an entire vibe by himself. This guy is a running back, a wide receiver, Honestly, he's probably a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo, if we're being honest. Like, he probably could handle that position if the 49ers gave it to him. The guy has the most drip. I honestly feel like the man is just sweating just by standing there in, like, 64-degree AC. (laughs) Thank you, John. And Jake? Uh, Travis Kelsey was featured in a GQ article titled, how Travis Kelsey became the most fun guy in the no fun league. You want to talk about drip? You want to talk about locker room presence? This guy has it all. The man wears suits on game day. The man shows up in unbelievable print shirts that you 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 got to see him to believe him. It's dragons, flowers. It's out of this world. John's over here arguing that because he's carrying a boombox and having photos taken of him, every NFL player has photos taken of him. Travis Kelsey is drip. He's been in GQ. Debo Samuel hasn't been in GQ. If you just Google Travis Kelsey fashion, you know what you see? A bunch of pictures of him stunting. You know what you see with Debo Samuel? Nothing. 
Absolutely nothing. He doesn't have the drip. That's the question here. The question is not who's a great locker room guy. It's who has the drip. And Travis Kelsey has the drip. He's got the swagger. He's got the clothes. He is who you're looking for. You want to know a way to lose lose drip? Making fun of Tom Brady, the GOAT. Okay? I have literally seen Travis Kelsey on camera mock Tom Brady because of his let's go thing. When he runs down the field at the beginning of the game, he goes, let's go. And I've seen Travis Kelsey behind him making fun of the greatest player of all time. That's not drip. That's being a fucking asshole. That's not something Debo Samuel would do. Okay, Debo Debo Samuel has great style. He's a multi-talented person, a great locker room guy that everybody fucking loves. And he's a very, very talented player that has more athletic abilities than a guy like Travis Kelsey. So I think that translates to drip. Okay, I think if you want to give a guy drip, you give it to Debo Samuel, who overall probably can dress better than Travis Kelsey. You're going out to a club. I think that Debo Samuel could rock more outfits than a guy like Travis Kelsey without looking like an absolute dweeb. John's argument was just uh, the person who has the most drip is the most friendliest guy. That's who has the most drip. I don't think that anyone has ever measured drip in being the nicest guy once ever. Travis Kelsey may be a little cocky, but you know why? Because he's been the tight end one for the last four seasons, and he was the tight end two this season. He can show up on field. He's a great locker room guy. All of his teammates love him. He's been there forever. And when you see him out in public, he's dripped down. He's got everything. He looks nice. There's not one single result of Debo Samuel in a fashion outfit or anything cool on Google. If he was all dripped out, then then where is it? There's no evidence of it, but there is a litany of it for Travis Kelsey. And everything you're listening about Debo Samuel outside of what this argument actually is, Travis Kelsey is all of that. So it's clear to me that Travis Kelsey is the most dripped out player. All right, 30 seconds. Who would you rather hang out with? You want to go chill with Travis Kelsey in Kansas City? I don't fucking think so. I want to hang out with Debo Samuel in fucking San Francisco. Go down Lombard Street, go to Alcatraz, maybe go to the the Wax Museum, okay? Or go out to a club with fucking Debo, dude. That guy can absolutely handle any situation. He can handle any situation on the field. And I would rather hang out with a guy like Debo Samuel that hangs out with cool people like Jimmy G than fucking somebody who hangs out with Patrick Mahomes and Jackson Mahomes. Thanks. Fucking see you later. (laughs) 30 seconds. Half of John's closing statement was name-dropping places in San Francisco. That should tell you everything you need to know about how weak his argument was. Travis Kelsey has multiple examples of him being incredibly well-dressed. He's in GQ. He has the swagger, and he can back it up. I can't see a world where Debo Samuel is looked at as having more drip than Travis Kelsey. They are miles different. All right. Was that my... I already gave my closing... That was your closing, yeah. indeed. Okay. That goes by fast. I feel like Debo's been in a magazine. And I gotta say, I, I think I think that was the best argument so far. Jake, <laughs> did you look up that? Because how do you know the fucking headline? You Googled that. You did not yeah, know we that allowed, off the top of your head about we, Travis Kelsey. We were, allowed, we were allowed to look up players. I was told at the beginning. Uh, no. Yeah, that was that was totally allowed for this one. I don't know what if that the was fuck? explicitly yeah. clear. I was allowed to look up players. Yeah. 
We were allowed to look at players. That at the may beginning. have been the moderator's. Yeah, but he he googled that. an actual fucking magazine that he was in. I, I looked. I clicked his images, and it's his like top sixth image. What did you Google? On. Drippy players? That's bullshit. I, I didn't know. Google I that. I just Travis, off the top of my I head. Travis Kelsey fashion. Well, that's your fucking fault. Travis Kelsey fashion. Give me a fucking. I also break. googled Debo Samuel fashion. That's I think uh, Tyler. Honestly, anything. I think that that argument should be overruled because I didn't. No, I did not have just, that asset available. You're just to me. all up. You know what? I have a really easy you... way to solve this, you guys. Yeah, the way is that John lost because his argument was terrible. There's a really easy listen. way to solve this. Lightning round. Let's go. Lightning round. What? No, that's not fair. Because you gave a bad John argument. This, I name drop places in San Francisco. To be fair, John still had a pretty decent argument. He was talking about Debo coming out with a boombox. I can picture myself going out to the club with Debo. I cannot picture myself going out to the club with Travis Kelsey because he's like a dad. The question is drip. Would you rather the hang out with is, Patrick Mahomes or Jimmy G? Look at any dude. Look at look up Debo Samuel fashion. Look at the picture of him in a red tuxedo with a red fucking bow tie. You're gonna say that dude has more drip than any of the outfits you see on Travis Kelsey? I would say that. Yeah, that is that is insane. Travis Kelsey. I don't is think like Travis Kelsey dresses that nice from Jackson Mahomes. So that's not true at all. Yeah, that you might true. you. That is Travis facts. Kelsey is very close to Jackson Mahomes. Would you rather hang out with Jackson or or Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy G? That's what I thought. George Kittle's way cooler than Travis Kelsey. Damn These it. are all god awful arguments. These are great arguments. No, that's Tyler, actually that, pretty none solid of this, point. None of this has to do with drip. George Kittle has way better hair than Travis Kelsey. The argument is about is about the drip. This is a poorly worded argument or poorly explained to John because drip is none of those things. You don't even know what drip is. You had to get a definition before the fucking argument happened. Yeah, to make sure I was on the right fucking page and do research as evident by me fucking beating the shit out of you in this question. Debo Samuel the has only, a gold chain the only that's reason, on TMZ. The only reason that I'm not winning this right now is because it would end the segment. You would be all annoyed and you'd be like, oh, Tyler, only won because he Tyler, looked up the information you, and listened you, to Tyler. If, Tyler, if we had to go to lighting, if we if their lighting round didn't exist, who would you choose right now? If the lighting round didn't exist, I would probably give it to Jake. Oh, give me a fucking break. That's right. Come on. Yeah, that's right. I would. It was I, very dude, close. I slam dunk on you. But I goddamn Jake, slam dunk on you. It, Jake was slam dunk with the GQ. Just that's because mean, he, you, that's because he got GQ? to Google it. I didn't get to Google it. You anything. could have Googled it too. Right. He said you could look it up and you were like, no, I got it. Debo Samuel. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's true. That's that your is, fault that for is not doing true. anything. You should have picked Joe Burrow, idiot. I should have picked Joe Burrow, and you know what? I would have wiped the floor with you even more. Well, that's a lack of your knowledge. Okay, let's move on to the lighting round. Well, I already won. Get fucked. Drink your big bottle of fucking wine. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll give you... I'll give you this option. You can give me another win so we're tied, and then we can fight for another win in the lightning round. What about sudden death? No. So one more round? Just one more round. Nah, well, that's just the lightning round. No, no. Here's the thing. One more question. I've, I've already won. Sorry, this. not a round. One more question. Here, here's here's the here's the suggestion because I've already won this. I've won the I won the question. No lightning round. Available. No, you didn't win the question. question. Tyler, Tyler can't decide. He said. That's not true. That's Tyler why he went no originally to the lightning round. Tyler, can you decide or not? Was my argument good <sighs> that's enough? That's ridiculous. Your argument. That's ridiculous. Uh, John's argument, although not based on a GQ article. Was it wasn't based on anything? Substantial Tyler, Jake, enough. shut the fuck up. Let Tyler talk. Was substantial he, he enough? Said, he said Debo to Samuel equal was, the Travis Kelsey argument. He said Debo Samuel was more friendly. 
Debo Samuel wouldn't make fun of Tom yeah, Brady. Yeah, okay, if you're an That's asshole, then you don't That's have drip. drip. If you're an asshole, you then you can go fuck yourself. Of, if you're making That's fun not, of TB12, I don't know, man. That's not drip. That's bias. That's more bias than the goddamn Joe Flacco. No, see, you just ruined it right there. You should give me the win, Tyler. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> I can't give Let's just win. go to the lightning round. All right, lightning round it is. Yep. This is this is bullshit. You this always is, say that, and you're always wrong. Let's this move is on. fantasy fights. I'm not wrong. Is. That's bullshit. You just didn't pay attention, and now I have to fucking face the consequences for you not paying attention before the question. Your consequence is a Maybe loss. you should listen. Maybe you should open your goddamn ears, John. All right. So they all these questions. Uh, let me let me remind myself of the format here for the lightning round. We're gonna do thirty second opening statement, thirty second rebuttal. I can't believe this is happening. Again. Very fast, very <laughs> loose. This should happen like one out of ten times. It's happened three That's out of ten That's why I always times. leave that third question as like Tyler, a, oh kind of razzle-dazzle. Tyler cares about content. It's about the content, everybody. I also, it's about content. I, also, I don't want to just like write these like questions the and not have you guys answer them. I need, I, these are burning questions I have. You could always save, save them for the next week. God damn it. We can right. always change the format so we don't spend another hour doing this. But like, also true. That is a thing we could do. We could do best of five or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. First, Why don't you drink first the lightning whole round question. <laughs> first, first lightning round question. I want you guys to tell me what you can pick. You can pick this. Tell me what the toughest position to play is on the field. Kicker. Quarterback. All right. 30 seconds. We're going to do... Um, you should flip a coin for this, probably. Yeah, I should probably flip I a mean, coin. I'm going to flip a coin for each Jay should have to go first, but I mean... Shut up. It's true. I went first twice already. All right. I'm going to pick yeah. in my head whose head's but I'll go. I, if I lose, then I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, boo-hoo. All right. So John is going to go first on this one. There we go. Yeah, that's right. He is. What's new? <laughs> All right, John. So you have thirty second opener, and then we'll do a, a thirty second. Uh, it's, is it? All right. So thirty and thirty, and that's it. It's thirty and thirty. Yep. We watch a lot of football, guys, and I think that almost every game comes down to a kicker. Okay. If you miss an extra point, you are the hated, the most hated human being, not a, not just on the football field, but on the fucking planet Earth, okay? If you miss a field goal, just look at the Bills. They lost four, four Super Bowls in a row, and I believe that at least two of those were widely due to their kicker missing one single field goal. You spend half of your time on the sideline and on the field, and half of that time everybody fucking hates you. And Jake? Uh, kicker has never been easier because they've increased the the rules to make them easier. Um, it's nowhere comparable to a quarterback who is the most integral position in football. Nothing happens without a quarterback unless you're running some crazy wildcat offense. So to remotely compare a kicker to a quarterback for difficulty of position, there's a reason kickers aren't drafted in the first round and that quarterbacks can be the overall draft pick one. And it's because their importance and the skill it takes to do it. 
Okay, Jake, you're actually wrong because they've actually increased the distance to make an extra point from, I believe, 20-something yards to over 30 for an extra point. So it's actually a lot more often that they miss the extra point, whereas a quarterback has a lot of other people they can blame it on. If they get sacked, it's the offensive line's fault. If the running back can't get more than five yards, it's the offensive line's fault. If the fucking wide receiver can't catch the ball, oh, it's because they can't get separation, okay? It's usually just not land on the quarterback, whereas a kicker, it's always on them. If they miss the field goal, look at Cody Park you off the crossbar fuck you lose your job all of john's issues with the quarterback being you know oh blame it on other people those are all problems with playing the quarterback and things that make it difficult you have to focus on all those elements you have one job when you're the kicker and overall their job throughout the years of the nfl has gotten easier quarterbacks have not gotten easier they've had to have a wider skill set they've had to be able to throw they've had to nowadays learn how to rush to be a complete quarterback and so unquestionably the more draft capital position is the most important if you look at the history of the nfl the kicker position hold on that oh, sorry. It, that's it? it. All right. Sorry. That's it. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's that's the lightning round. That's baby. it. That's all okay. right. That's, okay. That's the lightning round. All right. <laughs> I got to be honest. I was all Jake at the start of this. I really was. And then John came in swinging on that rebuttal and pointed out, yeah, kicks have gotten harder. They've pushed them back a lot. And quarterbacks have everything to blame them. Yeah, Jake, you, you mentioned, you said Kicking's getting easier, but you didn't mention how it was getting easier. Why it's getting kicking easier. is not getting easier. It's literally gotten harder. That's completely false. It's literally they push no. back kicks like fifteen yards for an extra point. That's although wrong. if I was going to pick one of these, I would have said quarterback. John's argument was superior in this one. John gets that first round of the lightning round. Okay, moving on. That's got to be Jake. You're, and, and you know what I would have said because Jake said kicking's gotten easier. I was a. This doesn't matter. But they literally back in the day in the NFL, the fucking crossbar was in the front of the end zone. Now it's in the back. That adds an extra ten yards to every kick. So that's what have been a, statistically I mean, and rules wise, it has. Yeah, yeah that would have been the an average. To my the argument. average kicker is far better than the average quarterback was back then. It's I, I don't know. Well, kicking changed a lot. We're done. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it doesn't matter. What fucking ever. All right, I'm gonna fucking fight you, Jake. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> Lightning round number. I hundred percent won that argument. That's not even a, not even a fucking question. Yeah. I want you guys to pick, independent of each other. Send me a message again. Who do you believe, as as a single player, deserves the highest salary in the NFL right now? Tom Brady. Jonathan Taylor. Okay, this is going to be a good one. Uh, so since we're alternating here in the spirit of fairness, uh, Jake, you can go first on this one. I love fairness. It's so fun. So Jonathan Taylor was just the overall RB1. He had the most rushing yards in the season, cresting 1,800 yards. Um, that's just rushing. His receiving numbers were also added to that to bring him over 2,000 all-purpose yards, which is an unbelievable season for a running back. He's irreplaceable, and there is scarcity as a position. Few running backs can truly compete at a three-down back level like Jonathan Taylor can and do the kinds of things that he has. His team around him was not that great, having Carson Wentz as his quarterback, and he still showed up to have a very generational season. When you're talking about money, the NFL is a business. When you want somebody who you're going to pay a lot of money, you want that person to make you a lot of money. Okay, Tom Brady, you have him on your team. You pay him a lot of money, 
guess what? He's going to fucking sell a shit ton of tickets and a ton of jersey sales. And that's been proven over the last 20 years. He's one of the top selling jerseys in the NFL. Jonathan Taylor, I don't even think he broke the top 10 in the last two seasons. Okay. Honestly, if you want to make money, you want Tom Brady on your team. <laughs> I think having a performance metric is really important. Tom Brady is incredibly good at what he does. He is one of the greatest players of all time. But you're looking at an ROI. You have a guy who you know, is at the end of the career and really was looking to make a statement and has never really asked for much money to begin with. So is the question, is he deserving of it? Yes, but he's never going to ask for that and has never asked for that kind of money. That's always been his MO to build his team around him. So Jonathan Taylor, however, has much more of a lifespan left and will be a generational asset to Indy. I think of any player that has been asking for a boatload of money that has deserved it over anybody else, it's been Tom Brady. You look at people like Todd Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, who've been asking for these insane contracts and have not proven to earn it. Tom Brady is that guy. Jonathan Taylor will probably someday ask for a contract like that and will get it. But then guess what? Running backs run out of steam. Tom Brady's 45, okay? And he's never gotten the payday he deserves. Give it to him. All right, and that is prompt two in the lightning round. I, I got to say, I was prepared for a good Jonathan Taylor argument, um, but your rebuttal, Jake, just ended up being more of an argument for Tom Brady and how he deserved a high salary. The, the 30 seconds is tough. It's 30 seconds know. is really tough. That's a tough format. Um this this is really this is really a tough decision for me to make, but I think that John is is our winner this week uh, with no. the Tom Brady argument that that I just can't get around. This all comes down to goddamn Joe Flacco and and John not listening to the fucking directions. That's because I, I decided on my drip player so quickly. Okay, well make sure you include the fucking part where you didn't listen to the directions. So that everybody else can hear that you pretty, fucking my editor already fucked cut up that your own out. question. And Tyler decided that, eh, hey, you know what? We'll just give John a second chance because John was honest about it. <laughs> Guys, John's I, a dumbass and shouldn't have had a fucking I, second chance. I gotta he should have lost man, right there. I, I don't get the Jonathan Taylor pick for the for the salary. I really yeah, don't. I, I agree that he is a very good player and should get paid a lot. But being the highest paid player in the NFL after you were arguing that the quarterback position is the most integral position on a football team. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't I wasn't really uh wasn't really thinking. I wasn't prepared to defend. The lightning salaries. round and here's the thing, Jake. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to rip on you, but the lightning round is where I where I thrive. It's it's kinda messed up like you're just like you're just like chilling in the first three rounds, you're just waiting for the lightning round. It's almost like yeah. that. And then I'm waiting John for just Tyler. comes alive at the end. I still can't believe that John got a second chance when he lost in the third round. I didn't technically lose. Tyler Tyler had yes, chosen the light. No, no, no. Tyler said no, Tyler said so Tyler tough, said man. Tyler said Tyler said no lightning round, Jake wins. No, that's not what he said. I yes, I, he did. I specifically you asked no. Him. He said the fucking he said no, you Jake, asked him that. Jake, this is what happened. He said lightning round and then I asked him like, "Okay, if you had to choose, Right now, he said it was you, but that's not right. how the game works. Right. So technically, you lost, but you won in an alternative yeah, universe whatever. where 
the lighting around doesn't John, exist. He, but he you don't live in that soft universe, on you Because you didn't listen. You he live in this universe. Soft on you because you didn't listen. He didn't want it to come down to something that you could wail about. Three and one. Okay. Yeah. Sure. He's going to take you out in San Francisco in a city he doesn't even fucking live in. No, he's not. He is. Look up any pi- There's There's zero pictures of him in drip, dude. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... He is drip. He doesn't need clothes to be drip. That's what drip is, goddammit. Drip, drip is not just clothing on. related. It's personality. It's it's actions, okay? Mm. And honestly, the you actions of Travis Kelsey either. do not scream drip. It screams, I'm a fucking asshole, and I get paid too much, and I hang mm. out with Jackson Mahomes. Mm. I just found this article, um, but this this was also popping up in my head. They have this massive, like, iced-out chain, like game-changer chain, for the 49ers, and it's like a big helmet. It's covered in diamonds. Um, hmm. so yeah, okay, so I've seen this. Thing. I, and, this and, is, and, to be fair, this is after the fact. but like, No, and I, I, I saw this mm, after I realized I was able to Google, and I was upset that I wasn't able to argue this. Mm, that's a team decision. Is it a Debo Samuel decision or a team decision? Debo Samuel is the only one who's been seen wearing it on the sideline, as far as I can yeah, tell. Yeah, it was just him. Hmm. He has this massive gold fucking, like... It's, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty JP. But yeah. again, it's not based on the information outside of the argument. Yeah, but I was I unaware a, I was I able to Google. I made a million times better argument. That's your fucking problem. You did not make a million times that's better argument. Fu- My argument was yes, way better than well, yours. It was so John, substantial that I felt John, like I had to you. You picked your a guy that... you was picked, Travis Jake, Kelsey was you, mean. You could have picked anybody. You picked a guy that... That literally hangs out with Jackson Mahomes. Okay, he's literally in GQ. That is drip, dude. He has the fashion. He Nobody even the, reads magazines anymore, Jake. You don't have to be in a oh magazine God, to have GQ drip. GQ is online, you dumbass. What do you, what do you think this is? <laughs> I I think Tom Brady has more drip than Travis Kelsey. Yeah, he has his own that's fucking brand. I'm sorry, is there a Kelsey brand? No, there's true. a Brady brand. No, that's that's just true. He has his own clothing brand. Like he's in photo Jake, shoots. Jake, I'm all sorry, the time. but me and Tyler are both Patriots fans. You're wrong. Yeah, I I could tell that by the fucking Joe Flacco slander. Yeah, we don't I like Joe ask Flacco. Ask literally anyone who likes football. Joe Flacco's a bum. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's because you live in fucking New England. This is a horseshit. So do one. you. I don't even live in New England, <laughs> right? Now. Yeah, John, you're wearing a fucking goddamn Teddy Bruschi jersey. I'm Teddy Bruschi. Fuck you. <laughs> Honest right. to God, so, this is the most. This is the most fucking one sided. Fantasy fights we have ever had. No, I'm just better. I'm just better. I lost. I lost because of goddamn Joe Flacco, who was a good argument. Now you know. No, that was not a good argument, Jake. That was a fucking bad that argument. Was a bad argument. That was a bad Objective argument, and it's not even biased. Mm. Get Ma- once we get Mac and Austin in here, they'll tell you that's a fucking bad argument. God damn it! No, don't ever bring no. bring Jack Joe Flacco bad. into this ever yeah. again. Yeah, Jesus. That sounds like that sounds like two people are still grumpy about a Super Bowl. Okay, so palate cleanser, real quick, gentlemen. There's no format on this one, um, but I was writing this one earlier, and I made myself laugh. Um, would you rather fight a grizzly bear or Aaron Donald with a knife? Uh, I'm going to have to go. Hand, just hand-to-hand combat? Yeah, just straight-up death match. Oh, dude, it's, I mean, and Aaron Donald has intent to kill me, right? It's not like oh, he yeah. just no, has Oh, yeah, Aaron Donald's knife. coming okay. for me. Okay, it's a bear, because at least I have a shot with a bear. <laughs> I'm so, like I'm sorry. Have you seen Aaron Donald? Like at least a bear, I could use some of the like I could I could try to scare him, and then I could get down, and I I could hide, like I could pretend I'm dead. Aaron Donald's a human being. Can I force Jake to have my physique for this question? Yes. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. It's still a bear. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. 
It doesn't matter. It's still a bear, dude. Um. Okay. Well. Uh, I mean, what do you think you can outrun Aaron Donald? No, I mean, I, I think I, I think I could outrun Aaron Donald. Yeah. Uh, John, no, no, John, he's a superhuman. Not in any fucking world. Aaron I'm Donald is as close as we can I, get. I, go even at your, I jog John, every other day. I go for not jogs. even at your peak fitness. Not even at your peak fitness. You don't think I could outrun? He's a line. He's he's a defensive lineman. I mean, at the he's very a, least, I a I would be a motherfucker. <laughs> I've heard you guys talk John. about this before. I was on. Even the worst player in the NFL is a fucking insane superhuman, superhuman. athlete compared yeah. to regular people. You're telling me Aaron Donald, one of the best defensive players in the entire NFL, is not catching your ass? He's gonna smoke you. He's gonna smoke anyone. Damn it. Well, he ran a four six eight. There are wide receivers playing in the NFL. Three hundred pounds of muscle, and he runs that fast. <laughs> Do you, okay, 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 okay. Do you think there's more than a sixty percent chance that I could beat Ricky Seals Jr. at disc golf? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> The, that's the metric so I'm going off of. Uh, I'll take Aaron McDonald. I'll take Aaron McDonald's in a fight. Uh, that's no, you won't. You'll die. I feel like do I get without a knife? Tyler, do I get a knife? No, I don't get a knife. He, no, you don't get a knife. Rep, he can rep two twenty five on bench press thirty five times in one set. Yep. In one set, thirty five, one, two, three. Like he said on a podcast one time, his max was like five fifty or something on bench. On bench. On bench, dude. And John, he did that at the exact same time. He ran a four six eight forty. Okay, yeah, I'll take the bear. John, <laughs> you can rip your arms out. Like, <laughs> he oh, okay, tonight. yeah, I'll take the bear. Yeah, that's oh, kind of what As I was thinking about that me. more, I was like, yeah, a bear is basically a lesser Aaron Donald, and it doesn't that have a knife, insanity. and it doesn't have sentience. Like, like I think I could at least pretend to be dead for the bear, and he might leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, he'd know you're faking it. Aaron Donald will know you're faking it. Nah, right, Aaron Donald, he, he, even without the knife caveat, I still might choose. Wow. I would still choose a bear, the I bear. think, yeah. I really would. I yeah, mean, the knife is honestly irrelevant in this argument. Like Aaron Donald, I mean, just with his bare hands, we'd really do. Some like if there is, if there's some out time, you know, if it was like a five minute cage match with either one, I might choose Aaron Donald because I think that in the event, like I think I could defend maybe five minutes before he beat me to death. But like <laughs> a bear, I mean, I don't know. And this that's is that's, a a, that's like, the toughest question you've ever asked, Tyler. To be completely honest, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't that, know. No, that's I know. Impossible. I know 100% sure. I, no, it's not tough. I'm 100% of my answer. Take the bear. I don't want to yeah, fight it's either. The bear. I really don't. I wonder how long Aaron Donald's nails are. I feel like that's a determining factor here. How like, the fuck did that matter? He has a knife. Oh, yeah, he has a knife. Okay. He has hands. That's the scary yeah. part. But arguably. can he wield a knife? How how familiar is he with a knife? What kind of knife? Serrated? John, uh, John again, a 4640 and uh, 35 reps of 225. He could probably we, don't know, we don't know where we just... stand in those. We haven't done the combine. I feel like if the three... Wait. John, we I need to I do mean the, this in the kindest way. Should we do the Rich Eisen 40-yard dash yes, in the suit? Yes, that's what I'm saying. We all <sighs> need to do how... that. That would no, be sick. Don't. I kind of want to do that. We're doing that, by the way. I... I, I don't know if you know, like, when's the last time you repped 225? Never. Recently. Because I, like, I didn't rep 225 a whole lot, and I was lifting quite a bit. I could probably, I could probably do 225 one rep tomorrow. I mean, shit. I could probably I max know. 225 at the most. Like, I, I'm I, not I, close like, to that. I, I don't I have think a... if my life depended on it right now, I could do, I'm pretty, I'm oh, pretty Jake, out of shape Jake. for lifting. 
Jake, you could do twenty. I bet you could do two thirty-five. I really do think you could do that without a doubt. If I, could I do mean, it, I, do it. I think if I think if my life depended on it, but I, I don't know. I'm pretty realistic. I, I it's not dude, that much. Put, I mean, it's a lot, but it's not that put, much. You should considering when. What do you rep normally? I mean, I don't usually have a spotter, so it's tough for me to. I, I, I'm too scared yeah, to dude, go up to that point. I, you got to throw two twenty five on a bar, just unrack it, and then let me know because it's fucking. It's All a right, lot of weight above you. That's really heavy. you should you should really do it. I mean, especially if we're not we're not talking any sort of support or any the elbow mo- wraps. I think the or, most I've ever repped two twenty five was like maybe five reps at the most. I mean, I believe you in top shape, but like, I mean, two twenty five is that's a that lot. That was like I've, that was like sophomore year college. That was like four yeah, years ago. I've been in that realm too. I mean, I my max ever was two eighty five, and that's holy shit. That was, that's heavy. I think I might, my max lot. might have been like two thirty, maybe two forty, at the most. Yeah, and that was a lot. That felt. I mean, that felt ungodly. Also, if you're um, listening, I'm so sorry because this is so irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you can. <laughs> we're just on cut the top as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we're gonna go ahead and end the podcast right here. If you guys like the episode, that's great. If you made it this far, holy shit congrats i mean that's, i feel like you deserve a fucking trophy i mean like maybe a lombardi i don't know something we'll send this you something a, this was a really long one yeah we're at 223 on recording so oh my god wowzers. that sucks john i'm sorry yeah i have to edit this so uh feel bad for me maybe i don't know send me money uh those fantasy dudes slash something i don't know what it is it's at the top of my google doc but um <laughs> uh really appreciate it uh follow us at those fantasy dudes on instagram and facebook at those at fantasy dudes pod on twitter thank you tyler uh wade phillips is our new best friend okay? he is he retweeted he is, us yeah. it was awesome t- yeah wade phillips retweeted tweeted us if you don't know who that is he was the uh defensive coordinator actually i think it was the the head coach for the for the cowboys at one point yep he was and then i think he was the defensive coordinator when the broncos won the super bowl peyton manning yeah, Peyton Manning, guys. Um, yeah, very and prolific that's the reason coach. why they won. Yeah, yeah, he's a great defensive mind. Um, but yeah, really appreciate that, guys. Um, make sure, if you don't already, if you're watching on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can follow us. So hit that plus button on Apple Podcasts, and you can subscribe to us on Spotify. That way you never miss an episode because we do come out every two weeks. And come sub- August slash September, it'll probably be a weekly episode, um, just like last season. <laughs> yeah, so. bro- yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. I can't tell you because this isn't our job. See. So, I mean, I don't fucking know, but it'll come out. So, uh, yeah, Mac and Austin, really appreciate you listening. And, uh, yeah, those fantasy dudes at gmail.com if you want to send us I feel like those mail. two aren't making it all the way to the end. They are. If they get this far, then they're just, like, switching over to, like, Apple Music. No, no, they're still listening. Mm, um, yeah. I highly appreciate it, guys. Um, new episodes every two weeks. And after the draft, we will actually have another episode, not two weeks from now, a week from now. There will be five of us on this podcast talking about fantasy football. Hell yeah. That's a lot of dudes. That's, that's a lot of That fantasy might be dudes. too many dudes. Is that one that's, too many dudes? That's too so many, many dudes fantasy in the dudes. fantasy. Yeah, Fan- I don't. But how do we classify dudes. them? Are they? Do we let them have the title of a fantasy dude? Are they or canonically are they guess, dudes? Guest dudes. They might just be like dudes, and then maybe at the end of the episode, be like, "All right, you're fantasy dudes." I'm not really sure. I don't know. Honorary I, fantasy I, 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 dudes. It's a tough sell. You gotta, you gotta keep sure a circle small. You gotta keep a circle small. Either way, 
You'll have another episode sooner than you think. So thank you so much for listening and keep up with our podcast at those fantasy videos on Instagram. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to those fantasy dudes podcast. Make sure to tune in next week and follow us at those fantasy dudes on Instagram.